Hello, everyone, and thank you for coming to this very first episode, the very first, the inaugural Dads, Beards, Nerds spoiler cast. Now, tonight, we will be spoiling and talking about The Last of Us Part 2. Now, you may be thinking, it's just you. Wrong. Tonight, I am joined by past guests and friends of the show, Loki Mike and DJ Chris V. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me tonight. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Now... I beat this game, and I said to myself, I got I to gotta do a spoiler cast, but I need to assemble a crew. So I threw out the bat symbol, and you two, you two saucy boys answered the call. And I want to say thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate it because I've got some thoughts on this game, and I know the two of you got some thoughts. So I, I think it's time to get this going. Now, I figure we'll start off with the intro. Now, the intro we're going to include, uh, you know, seeing Jackson for the first time all the way up until uh, Joel's death. Okay. So let's start off with Loki. Loki, what were, what were your thoughts on, uh, on getting reacquainted with Joel, Ellie, Tommy, and the whole crew and meeting the uh, newer characters? So it's not, uh, I didn't, it's weird. I didn't feel like it's being reacquainted, but I recent I replayed it just before the game came out. So it, it mm-hmm. kind of just felt like a step into back into the story. Um, it starts off nice and uh, nice and slow for me, walking, uh, just taking a horse ride back into Jackson, seeing how big Jackson is and all of that, uh, and then jumps into scene uh, a scene I believe with Joel and Ellie. I'm not a hundred percent on the. Uh, I don't remember exactly everything that happened at the beginning, just because it was like two and a half weeks ago and I've started two games since, but yeah. yeah. Well, definitely we got, we got the key points at the beginning, which like the, the key things that I remember is we get into the Jackson. Um, we meet like we, we, we meet back up. We get to, like you said, we get to go on the horseback ride with Tommy and Joel, uh, which by the way is one of the most beautiful and stunning scenes in the game. When you get those, uh, those was like, they, they look like fields of wheat blowing in the wind. One yeah. thing I want to say, I want to think I want to give credit to this game right off the bat is is in the first game the scenery and the way it looked was really beautiful. This is definitely The Last of Us has always been a post-apocalyptic world where nature took over. So the world went to shit but it got even more beautiful in the process. And I feel like when they came to The Last of Us 2, Neil Druckmann and the other higher-ups told their art department double down. Double down on this and you got this game had some of the most amazing backgrounds and details to nature and just like the surroundings where multiple times I had myself, I had to stop and just pan around and look, look what was around me and just like my jaw drop. Yeah, Chris. it was. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Chris, what were your thoughts at the beginning of the game so far? Like we get in, we meet him, we meet the cast again. Oh, it was, it was a great recap, like a good movie or actually like a good show. Um, the whole meeting Joel and then writing down with the brother was awesome. Literally my favorite part. Uh, the town Jackson was dope, and then I was just excited for meeting Ellie again. But the way it started with the whole um, hospital scene, and then where she says, "Oh, did you lie to me?" and he's like, "Nope," and she's like, "Okay," and then just cuts. <laughs> I was like, "Here we oh go!" Oh my god! See, I I love that we got a lot of scenes where she just didn't give it up. We got to see her question multiple times during the game. But so <clears throat> we get to come to the Jackson, then we get into Jackson. We get to see the aftermath of a fun night of drinking 
and a little bit of debauchery. We get what a hungover Ellie. And then we get our first, we get our first real real glimpse of the town where or well not our first real glimpse, because we get Joel and, and Tommy coming in, but we get our first real glimpse of like the town proper with Ellie going through it with one of our side characters. How what was his name? Jesse. Jesse, who I love this. I, I love Jesse. I thought he was a really great character. And and he's yeah. one of the first uh, uh, Asian guys I've ever seen with like kind of like a country twang, <laughs> which was great. I was totally full. I was like, all right, yeah, let's get it. Um, and you know, Ellie's having some issues in town because the, the the town is talking about her and her and Dinah kissing. Ooh, and we get like the local homophobe uh, has to apologize. It gives her a sandwich. Mm-hmm. She gets an apology sandwich before we get to meet. Uh, we get to meet Dinah. Man, I, I love the way Jackson looks. It's like super rustic. Obviously, like they kind of, you definitely get, get the idea that they built this town like from an existing town. And it really, really feels like it's built from the, from like the ground up as well at some points. It's also really awesome to see just like how behind the times everybody is like technology wise. Like it's almost like, like they got set back, what, like 50 years when we're back in the, like the forties or the fifties. And it's just kind of real bare bones. It's got that that mix of like Wild West with uh, like kind of semi-current technology, but still not knowing how to properly use it without generators. Hmm. Yeah, it it does. It looks fantastic. Uh, and with the fresh snowfall, too, that it, that's come down, it's it's just a nice, really nice contrast. And you can tell like how much more detail and time went into this as opposed to the first one where like the snow and all that just kind of seems muted even on the the remaster yeah oh no yeah they took their time creating the city and then letting you walk around for a little bit even if it was kind of like a guided tour of what you had to go do the snowball fight with, <laughs> with the, Dina kid. and the kids yo i picked <laughs> yeah. that little kid hard man like i would have killed him <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like oh you gotta go do your patrols and stuff. And then the whole thing with Dina was great. Yeah. yeah you really get a, you, it's, it's a nice introduction into Dina getting to ride around and they're chatting and she, you know, she's kind of like, you want to check out those houses. And if you check out the houses, you're getting more dialogue and stuff like that. Uh, and it's gives you like a good introduction. I feel like they gave us really good introductions to all of the other characters getting more time. It's just like Tommy. I felt like Tommy got a lot more time in this game and we got a kind of like a reintroduction. I, I feel like in the first game, we never really, like we know he's Joel's brother, he helps us out, but we never really got to see what makes Tommy tick. So that kind of like reintroducing us to him and then learning learning about Dinah, learning about uh uh was it uh our Asian friend? Jesse. Yeah, Jesse. Like, I always want to say JJ because of the baby. We'll talk more about that later. But then we get our first <laughs> real real bit of uh of combat. We get our first real bit of the like the gameplay with Dinah going into a supermarket. I felt like uh, the combat felt even better this time, but I did feel like in the first game, stealth was more of an option. And I felt like in this game uh, with the clickers and the, uh, the infected stealth was there, but I felt like when you're fighting against human characters, like stealth almost goes away. I halfway through the game, I gave up on stealth. I just fucking run and gun it. Yeah, it, it really depends on how you play it, right? So, while playing as Ellie, she's very fast. She's all of her weapons seem more stealth based, 
as you go along yeah. as well where it's just like I get, I get what you say like i feel like you're always stealthing through the clickers and the runners and the, and all the stalkers and yeah. all them but once it comes to like a human you start out like the you start off with the pistol that you can put a attachment on like the silencer but it's only three shots so who's taking three shots hitting and then going into it really quickly to like put another craft another uh silencer and do it all over again like you really it's it's time consuming so i feel like a lot yeah. of people just run and gun yeah if i can add the whole crafting the silencer was great and then I think after my second day in Seattle, I just never craft a silencer with anybody. <laughs> I was like, you know what? They're going to find me anyway. Let's just go. I think, I think I mainly used uh, the silencers when it came to like definitely fighting humans, when it came to uh, fighting clickers, infected and runners, I definitely felt like I could get away with stealth. But yeah, I feel like you still had to time it real right. It felt like the, um, like the walking and the running pass that the clickers and, and the infected would take like we're really, really close to each other. Um, I don't know if that's just in my head because even when I did stealth kill guys that looked relatively close, I didn't get spotted most of the time by the clickers. It was always the humans who would spot me uh, when it was close. But so so we get the supermarket, we go through the supermarket and you know the, the, the main courses they're going up to check one of their outposts, one of the outlooks. So we get through there, we get our little introduction into, in, into the gameplay again, a little refresher course into the stealth, which is great. Um, and then we make it up to the, to the outpost dock our, or, you know, put our horses on their little reins. And then we get to get the more banter with, with Dinah and Ellie. And we get a nice shot of that scenery, which is like, come here, come here, check this out. Check this out. Once again, that, that, the, the art team on this game, I, I swear, like they just told them like, make it as beautiful as possible and, and, and push the limits that the PS4 can do. So that way when people, when we show people these, these backdrops or when you have to hit L3 to look at something they're like, Holy fuck. Yeah, it does. It just all, all the wide shots that they make you take a look at are always beautiful. Like they just, there's so much love and attention into this game, but just attention to detail. It's phenomenal. Can we talk about how dark the game is? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. This is when it starts getting dark. The absence of light throughout half the game is awesome. Oh yes. Yes. Especially like once we're in Seattle, which which we'll get to, but uh, so then we get we get stuck in the snowstorm. We lose Dinah for a little bit. Um, I am a little hazy on what doesn't Joel find us and yell at us? No, 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 no. no. That's that's that, that's Abby. But so, oh no, I remember now. We get to the pot farm. Yes, this yeah. pot farm. We you get, get to, to Eugene's hide. Yeah, Eugene's hideout. We get we get a, a fun little. A fun little scene where they find his his little his pot farm underneath this building, and then we get a little more. We get more time with Ellie and Dinah being intimate. You know, they just kissed the night before. Yeah, exactly. And now, <laughs> the, now they're exploring it. You know, they're asking, "What would you rate that kiss?" And it turns into a little bit of fun. Before, before our friend pops in, whose name I've already forgotten. <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> Before Jesse pops in, it's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> like, oh, you know. Oh no. my god, that was great. He's like, really? <laughs> I mean, of what course, else are they gonna do? Of course, earlier Jesse Jesse lets Ellie know that he doesn't really care. You know, they've been they've been falling apart for a while. Blah blah blah. They like just it, broken up. Yeah. Yeah, but it's really funny. So it's what right after that it cuts to we see 
Abby and her crew. Cut to Abby and her crew. We don't know who they are. We don't know why they're here, but we know they're looking for someone in Jackson. Now, we all played the first game and we could all get an idea of who they're looking for in Jackson. Not even based off the story because you know it's coming, but based off who else would they be looking for in Jackson? So they find, the, uh, who, uh, what was it? Ethan, right? Yeah, Ethan. Ethan is, you know, tells Abby, hey, come on, come check this out. Come check. Wait, is it Ethan? It's Owen. It's Owen. Owen. Owen, wow. Owen is like, come check this out. And Owen shows that, or shows Abby like he's found the town. They're, lo- they're looking at it. And uh, he's like, come on, we got to go back. There's a little bit of, there's tension between these two characters. Mm-hmm. There was something there. And with uh, with Owen letting Abby know that uh, was it what was what was the the girl the Mel had, yeah that Mel's pregnant, and we get Abby kind of being pissed and and takes off. Owen yeah. goes and does his own thing. Ethan, Owen, Ethan. Oh. I'm gonna pull the, the the cast of characters while we're talking. Owen, Don't worry, I, I, yeah. I got it all. Yeah, I, I got, got it all. <laughs> so so Abby takes off. She's kind of like you know fuck this. She's mad, and. Uh, you know, she runs into a really fucking bad situation with uh with uh walk or not walkers, walkers with uh, insects coming after her and runners, and you know, you you have got to get past a, a a clicker or two, some some infected. And who do we fucking run into while running from all these infected? The person who she's looking for. We run into Joel and Tommy. Joel and Tommy, you know, see her and go, come on, and we get a really fucking awesome chase scene that was already tense to begin with before tommy and, and, and joel found you which i was this game had multiples uh, like multiple scenes like this where you were in a position to just run yeah and it was so tense and it was so perfect because it really gave you that sense of like holy fuck i need to go i need to go i need to go i need to go when you kind of knew like you're safe you're on the you know a very linear path in this part of the story but it still felt like i could be fucked up at any at any moment in time yeah it gave you that oh, uh, the map gave you a bit of an open sense when you're free running, trying to get away from all the runners that are coming after you and the clickers. Yeah. And like, just the amount of if you actually stood there and watched the amount of infected that come in, it's it's something else because you didn't see that those numbers of characters on screen at once in the yeah. first game. I. I, I did like too, like they they do explain that they they roam in hordes, yeah, and it's yeah, a huge horde. That's like a, like a days gone horde coming after you. Yeah. yeah, and when you're crawling through the fence and the fence oh is like coming god. apart, I was like, no, oh my god, no. it's like why even play with this character if they're just gonna die right away, right? It's so good. It's so like every time they did that in this game had me like on the edge of my seat, like oh, like I know I, I'm safe if I keep running, but still it just. I felt this like all this urgency to get the fuck out of there as fast as possible. And then Joel and Tommy find Abby. Uh, they help her get to a certain part. And then we get a really cool scene where, where we're trying to get, what was it? The, the ski lift uh, going, or we're trying to get out of there. And we get this really awesome scene where we have to fight all these runners coming up. And it's really tense. And I died probably like five times in that goddamn part. Oh, I died three times. Yeah. That stupid just, clicker that popped up on the left. Right. <laughs> I, I tried to punch him forgetting that it's a clicker. Cause I, I haven't played a last of us game in a while. And the clicker's like, Oh, cool story, bro. Yeah. I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> oh, can we also talk about the death animations of this game? Oh, oh, oh. oh man. Intense. When, when we get to the racking. This- yeah. When, there's so many too like in the first one they were pretty grotesque 
But like yeah. this one, there's like so many. It's so vast on how many deaths you can actually do. Is it sad that I actually did it just to see all of them? No, like, not at all. I walked into the shambles no. and the bloaters. Not Dude, the Rat King. The Rat King, I died four times just to see it. It was horrifying. <laughs> Which one was the Rat King? Oh, that was the one with all... Yeah, I got you in the hospital. The ER, yeah. Yeah, that was... <laughs> oh, I, my, my wife was laughing at me while I was doing that fight because I, I think like every couple of minutes I was screaming. Ah! <laughs> it's just, um, so then Joel and Tommy, they rescue Abby. But we get out of there. And then uh, Abby shows us where they're hiding up. We go there. And we feel something fills off with this scene before we even introduce ourselves. Something fills off. We get there, Joel and Tommy. Like you could, Tommy's being a little more like laxed about it, but you can tell Joel's like in his head, like why are they here? Why haven't they come to Jackson yet? And then and what then, do they do? They blow off his kneecap. And yeah, but then we get to introductions, and Joel says his name, and you see every characters in that room other than Joel and Tommy you see their demeanors change, which is amazing. Like every character's facial recognition and everything, their faces in game change to like, Oh, huh. oh hello. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it. And you're like, Oh fuck. Oh fuck. But I mean, we already kind of knew, but that whole scene was just that, that whole up until from when Joel says his name up until his death, that scene was so master, like masterfully crafted. You felt how you felt the tension in the room immediately after he said his name go from zero to one hundred. You could cut that shit with your finger now. It was so thick, like putting a <laughs> finger in butter. Oh my god! It was it was rough. Oh, I I remember like after she shoots him with the shotgun in the leg. You look Which at him. Brutal as fuck. It was and, and like the de- I keep saying it, but the detail in that. Oh my god! You oh, can see like all the bones. The, the bones. whole bunch of it was just blown Dang. away, oh. and like, oh, yep. it's just like, how is one? How is he not screaming his head off? And two, like, he's clearly gone at this point. Like, there's no saving Joel. Yeah, yeah. The oh, second yeah. they got a kneecap, you know it's no, like, no, he's done. There's no way they're not gonna bring him back. Yeah. Once again, the attention to detail, whether it be. Uh, the scenery that you're in or Joel's busted up kneecap from a shotgun blast. <laughs> it was, it, it was crazy. And it's wild too. Like that whole, like how they, how quick they turn on him. Uh, what was it? Uh, it was uh, like instant. Yeah. Owen. Yeah. Owen. Yeah. Owen, um, like, like very nonchalantly hands her the shotgun. <laughs> and it's yeah. really cool. Cause it's very much like a, like a behind the back, you know, like, like drug dealer transaction type thing. It's smooth. It's smooth, but Joel knows something's up. He saw their faces change. And then what? We cut back to Ellie, Dinah, and Jesse. Ha ha. Remembered. Suck it. And uh, and El- Ellie feels like something feels wrong, so she goes out to find him. And uh, yeah, she finds him straight up. Gets to cut one dude in his face, who happens to be probably one of the most bitch characters in this whole game. Cuts that dude's face, and then they fucking knock her on the ground. And she gets to watch Joel die, which is fucking heartbreaking. Oh, yeah. Real bad. Like, get up, Joel. Get up. Get up, Joel. Oh, my God. And up until Abby slams that golf club into his brain one last time. Dude, can we talk about the detail? You see the hair and, like, the brain on the end of the golf club. And I was like, well. No no stone was left unturned. (laughs) 
no, 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 no portion of skull was left unturned at all. No, and it was a great start to the whole story of revenge. Like, okay, cool. This is the chick that she's going to go kill. This is what the yeah. whole story is about and all this stuff. And we get to see how fucking buff Abby is. Yo, oh. shredded. I loved it. But when we get back to her, she's even buffer. <laughs> I don't know what she's taking. She's taking some of that South Park beefcake. But she's like, say- <laughs> her arms are fucking swole. I was saying like, well, because I streamed the whole game. Uh, while I was playing, it was just like the, the the definition in the muscle that you see just in her arms when she does any action is like the definition you see in the horse's ass in Red Dead Redemption 2 when it runs. Oh, yeah. yeah. You just see like every <laughs> yeah. muscle and it's and they move so correctly too. Like it, it doesn't ever kind of mess up. Yeah. It looks like it's just an actual human arm. Yeah, and then like when you're aiming, I don't know if you noticed when you're aiming, depending how you're shifting, you see the tricep go up or down or in yeah. and, like the forearm, and I'm like, "Yo, shred!" <laughs> Not, it, it's amazing. It's amazing to see Naughty Dog like, utilize every piece of what the PS4 has to give. Yeah, but I mean, no, that's what they got to do. It's gonna look great. That's what they got to do for the, the the original Last of Us as well. They got on the tail end of the PS3, so I mean. I think it's safe to assume, like this is st- veering off from the actual story, that we're going to get Last of Us Part 2 for PS5 in the beginning. I don't know why they won it. They did it with Last of Us, with The Last of Us. We got it on PS3, PS4. So I would, I would, I would bet the bank. I would bet the, you know, bet my house that. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, it'll be like a remaster and multiplayer. Yeah. Maybe we'll get multiplayer with the PS5. I don't know if we're going to get it with the PS4, but whatever. Now, Joel gets killed. Tommy's knocked out. Ellie's like, I'm going to fucking kill you motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, I, and I quote, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> they just fucking kick her in the face, knock her out. It's done. And now we got to deal with the aftermath of Joel's dead. And it's sad. It's really sad. Cause you know, like how important Joel was to her. And in the very beginning of the game, there's tension between Joel and Ellie. They show us that they're not, they're not shy about it. You know, there's been no closure yet, or we haven't seen any of the flashbacks really yet. No, so, that last flashback, the last, last yeah. one was like, <laughs> okay, that one hurt me. Yeah. So we get to get, you know, it's, I, I don't remember if we saw the funeral, the, the very, like, so there's only like real four main points that I remember in the very beginning for like, I would call it more of an intro. I would call it like the, the game proper is when you get into Ellie and Abby's stories. So act one is very much that intro. Um, but, you know, we get the decision from Ellie, like, I'm going to I'm gonna kill them. I'm going after them. I know, we, we know where they're from. You know, they, they deduce they're from Seattle, the Wolves or whatever it is. Um, Dinah says she's on board, but they've got one small hurdle and that's the matriarch of the town, the mayor, Tommy's wife. Maria, yeah. Who is not a woman to be messed with, by the way. Maria looks like she takes absolutely no fucking shit the way... She handled in the beginning uh, the homophobic like shopkeeper barkeep guy. She basically told that motherfucker, "You're apologizing whether you like it or not." So Ma- Maria, she's she is the mayor. You know, she's she's definitely the leader of this town. Hell, I think Tommy even even makes a couple like uh, remarks about how scary she is or something. Oh yeah. Um, but we know that Tommy's gone ahead already. Tommy's already gone. Um, and we get that that scene with uh, with Ellie, Dinah, and Maria. And Maria's almost like, I love how mad she is. Not that Ellie's going, but that she was just going to sneak away. 
That's, yeah, she was more pissed that she didn't say anything or wasn't gonna say anything. It's it's such a great scene. Like she already knows. Like I can't, I'm not gonna be able to stop Ellie, she, but she's also seen Ellie grow up from what a 14 year old, 15 year old, 14. So, yeah. so yeah, so she knows she knows who Ellie is, and she knows that Joel basically raised her. So she knows you know Joel's demeanor as well, and she knows she's got a bit of Joel in her as well. So. She knows she's not going to stop him, so she gives him the go-ahead. Hey, I got grazing. I got I got two horses at the stable, ready to go. What did you say? Freezing. Freezing. Oh, a little freezing. bit of Joel in her. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. My bad. bad. She's got some of Joel's tendencies in her. Is that better? I mean, all right. I like you said phrasing. Okay, Archer. <laughs> That's how we get ants, Pam. Um. Yeah, and so then Ellie and Dinah take off. And we get, I don't know if it's official day one, but we get them basically. And now we get into Seattle and we get our first glimpse of how nature has really taken over in Washington. Washington State. And it's fucking gorgeous. This is going to be a theme in the spoiler cast. Is nature is gorgeous. And the way that the, the team made everything look is gorgeous because we get into seattle we're on horseback and it looks like a forest we're, yeah. we're in a forest so what how many years have gone since this happened maybe like 20 years maybe more since outbreak out. no, no it's outbreak it's outbreak day so however old sarah is i would uh -huh. probably say she's around nine and uh ellie would have been around at the same age right so so, so we've got about 15 20, years. 2013 I 2013 is outbreak. It's outbreak. So Ellie was. So it's been seven Ellie's years. 14. Ellie's 14 at the beginning. So whenever outbreak to the start of uh, Last of Us One is, and so it's probably been about seven years. I would probably put it around seven and nine, because okay. like at this point she's she's 19, 18, 19 years old. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, nature take nature took over as. I mean, in every movie we've ever, we've ever seen in a post-apocalyptic movie where it didn't destroy the world, nature always takes over. Of course. And, and it looks really pretty, and we, we get to the front gates of Seattle, which we got to climb. We get our first little bit of, like, the true climbing mechanics. We get our first little bits of, like, tense climbing. And we get into Seattle. We got to, we got to like, get a generator. We get a kind of glimpse of, of, of what the, the military and, and, and the government kind of put up to stop people from going in and going out. And then we get into our first like sprawling area and lo and behold, we get a sort of pseudo open world area. They give you a map. And when that happened, I was like, yes, but I explored everything. You oh, only yeah. get this area for what? Once. I mean, yeah, you get it once, which is cool. And you can definitely tell they took, um, they took notes and they kind of like piggybacked off of the last, uh, uncharted game with, uh, was it Uncharted? Yeah. Yeah. Where the, you had another like pseudo open world in that game, right? Or pseudo yeah. open area. So we get to explore. We get to explore. I came. So when, it, when you come to the church, I definitely love that part because I was only able to kill one of the infected. I didn't have a lot of bullets and I wanted to save them. I didn't have a lot of anything. And I was like, oh shit, like I can't kill these guys. I need to conserve my bullets. And then you get uh, basically points of interest. You're trying to get gas. So you can start another generator and you get to kind of explore this area of Seattle, which is beautiful again. And it's fucking dope too. Like there's a lot of cool spots to, to, to see. 
a lot of cool cool things to do there. Okay, I'll go. Um, <laughs> did you guys go to the uh, the music store? Yes, that was the best part. Oh, oh, so good. So like going in, Dina gets on the drum kit. You like you can find like a card in there and whatnot. But then you go upstairs and you find a guitar, and Ellie just busts out this acoustic, super sad version of uh, "Take on Me" by Aha. So good. So good. I like put the controller down. I'm like, oh, I got to find a recording of this and just listen to it every day. So I didn't, I don't feel like I explored it good enough because <gasps> I, I didn't, I, I didn't find all of that. <gasps> yeah, I know. Well, luckily did there's you a find, second. There's did you find the shotgun? Oh yeah. Yeah. I got the shotgun. Oh, okay. So you yeah. went to the bank, but you didn't go to the music store. I found the important stuff. Wow. I thought I explored it. I really did, but it turns out, nope. Did not. <laughs> you weren't checking your map enough. I mean, I was looking at the map, but like, like to be honest, I kind of wanted, I wanted to play the game because at this point, I'd saw a lot of people posting screenshots from their trophies, from their their, their trophy pops and stuff, and I'm like, I'm not gonna let someone fucking ruin this game for me. Like, yeah, I, he had I major wanted, FOMO. Yeah, I, want, I wanted to play it, but like, so many people, like, really, like, really, there were a lot of people on Twitter posting some of the most spoilerly, spoilerly shit, and within the first two weeks, it's like. Can we get like a fucking ceasefire? Can we get at least a month of nobody posting your stupid fucking trophies? Congratulations on your bronze trophy that may or may not ruin a portion of the story for me. Come back <laughs> when you got the fucking plat. Like, come on, man. So I, I ended up unfollowing like five, six people because of it. I'm like, the fuck? Someone posted a video? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. But can it just be treated like Endgame? No, spoilers were really not apparent until about two months after, right? Yeah, people will be like, you can mute keywords. Fuck you. It's Why do Twitter. I got to take time out of my <laughs> day? Exactly. Just, just be nice. It's my Twitter. I'll do whatever I want. Mom? <laughs> yeah, I was super careful with spoilers. So like, I think the only picture I posted was about the ER. Like, oh, well, here we go. And that was like the only picture I posted. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there were pictures people posted that weren't, but there were a ton of pictures, like pictures of people posted. I'm like, come on, man, come on! Like, I don't give a fuck about a picture of Ellie holding a guitar. Whatever. No, like the main thing that people were talking about was like, oh, it's it's more like Resident Evil. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? I was like, oh wait. And then I got there, and I was like, I like it though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bad. It fit the character that you were playing at the time. So. Yeah, when we get there, because oh man, yeah. I have notes. I have a lot of notes on there, and it was great. <laughs> and let me tell you, leave it to Naughty Dog to make a better stealth game than Metal Gear Solid Five. It is a really good. Stealth I mean, game. I didn't want to say it, but <laughs> the stealth mechanics are awesome. The prone, everything. Give me a break. Come on, especially in the tall grass. The There's only some... thing that the only thing I feel that's missing is like a whistle to like notify runners to come over. If you could whistle in the game. I yeah. feel a game changer. I was just talking about when the scars because those people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the fucking scars. Just imagine if you could whistle and throw them off, right? That would have been sick. The scars. We'll get to that, man. But fuck the scars. <laughs> that, that first run in with them. Okay, so now we're in Seattle. We're, we're with Dinah. We're getting our gear. We get that gate open, and we get to go. What was that place? It was a hotel, right? Yeah, it was another yeah. hotel. Make our way to a hotel. Some infected have got into it. And so we clear out the infected. We get in there. We're, we're like, there's a lot of goodies in there. We're getting all the goodies, you know, like uh, pharmaceutical. We're getting the pills. We're getting, you know, weapons. We're getting parts. 
you know, not weapons, but like ammo, all that, all that jazz. But then yeah. we get to see, oh, Tommy's been here, and he brutally tortured two dudes. Yeah, one of those dudes was in the room when uh, Joel was murdered too. Yeah. yeah. So we've got one down. We also get our first titty pick. Is, is this where we got mm-hmm. the titty pick? Leia, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, no, no, it's no, it's little farther stick. down, but yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. We very get, close. We, we get a very suggestive. Uh, well, not even suggestive. Well, yeah, suggestive, but we get a very like like sign of of the times Polaroid fucking nudie, <laughs> which isn't a nudie, but it's like if you were to like it, like we get this is what sexting used to be. <laughs> <laughs> You'd imagine, um, like, this is just what it is because the technology isn't there, right? Yeah. Now, I so, can't send you a dick pic, so I'm, let me just take a Polaroid real quick. Click, yeah, right? when I see you, I'll, I'll give it to you. So we get out of there. I want to know if you guys jumped as bad as I jumped with our horse fucking exploded. Oh, I fucking threw my control. Like, wait, I, I went, I went, oh, shit! <laughs> that was scared awesome. the shit out of me. The rest horse in peace, that horse. His leg off. Yeah. Shimmer, yeah. yeah Bye-bye, rest Shimmer. In peace, Shimmer. Rest in peace, Shimmer. We'll always remember you. Shimmer got blown the fuck up. <laughs> Yo, credit for the sound design. The audio team was blown great. Blown up. Yeah. And I was not expecting that at all. No, me and it came out, it came out. <laughs> Didn't it come while you, you jump over some barbed wire, right? Yeah, you open so the you, second gate, you jump over yeah. the barbed wire. It's just boom. And Ellie, so rest in peace, Shimmer. I hope someone took care of that meat and ate it because it's just a waste of a horse at that point. But then, you know, Ellie wakes up. We're tied up. And who's there? That little bitch that we cut in his face. Jackson, yeah. Yeah, Jackson's there. I, I love a uh, nice scar, I think she says to him, right? <laughs> yeah, she doesn't give a damn. She's tied up. She's like very much in the worst in, like the worst scenario possible, talking shit. That scene a lot like Ellie looks harder than Joel ever did in anything, right? Like Joel, even Joel, like one leg basically blown off just like staring at me in the face she's like tied up to the chair like she's gonna she's gonna die and it's nice scar <laughs> it reminded me of the, the first game name's ellie yeah. what ellie yeah the little girl the bitch your fucking finger off <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah we get we get so that hard. really good moment with ellie i mean we we know she's a firecracker she got a mouth on her. She doesn't really give a fuck. She doesn't take name. You know, she doesn't take shit from anybody. So let me get the, the cool scene with uh, who, who was the guy's name? Jackson. Jackson, I believe. Yeah. Jackson. So we get him and some random wolf talking, and, and Jackson wants to kill her. The wolf's like, "Wait a minute, hold on. We got to follow protocol." Blah blah blah. Boy, did that guy not last long before he got shot in the fucking head through a through a sky window by Dinah, but Dinah falling through the glass. Listen, it's not meant to be funny, but I laugh my ass off because she's just like, <laughs> like just messes her up. She's just laying there messed up. Like I think it was just the sheer like randomness of it. I wasn't expecting that. And yeah. the way she falls is just like, it's so fucking funny. Uh, it's like the worst way possible to fall right on her back. Such a great scene though. And then, and then Ellie gets her revenge on Jackson which is fucking awesome. Uh, then she stabbed him in the neck, right? She stabs him right in the neck and, and like, oh, talks, yeah. talks a little shit as well. Yeah, and then that, bring, that brings us into our first actual encounter with humans. Yes. Oh, my God. This whole... That whole part from getting out of there to getting to, like, your first kind of, like, safe area was so tense. 
There were a couple of times where I got ambushed. I wasn't expecting anybody to be there. I hear them last minute. I'm like, oh, fuck. I try to hide, but I'm not anywhere to hide. And they see me and they come after me. And then I'm wasting bullets. You know, I'm wasting resources to kill them. Uh, that whole, I would call it like, what, half mile that you're walking and avoiding and killing people was so good. Yeah. It was just like the, it was so tense, but so action packed as well. Plus, you know, you're finding little notes from people. You're seeing just how bad like Seattle got hit and how shitty things were after Seattle got quarantined and, and you've got the, what the JTF and the wolves kind of fighting each other. You're getting all these notes from random people who are already dead. They're really bleak. They're really sad. You know, as you're looking for resources, stuff like that, uh, man, man, so good. All those scenes where you're just, I, I would say that the real safe area is when you make it to, uh, right before you find all the, all the trap mines. Oh yes. yes. Oh, oh man. Those, those tripwires. Dude. Oof. I didn't get killed by one, but they were placed in some really gnarly spots that I had to like, Twice. I had to, one. I had to really hit angles where Ellie standing there. I had to really like move my camera in order to see just where to shoot. I'm not going to lie, man. There were a couple bottles and bricks that I completely wasted thinking I was throwing it at them, but missing them. <laughs> um, like I said, I didn't die. I, I never felt threatened by them. But I did, it, it kind of changed the pace a little bit, slowed me down a little, and gave me something to kind of do. It was fun, to, you know, blowing them up. The sound design on those explosions are amazing. Uh, <clears throat> it's kind of weird, though, that there were no real, I feel like they missed an opportunity to throw some, some like, runners and infected in there for you to try to get them to go into those traps. There's one area, like, farther on where you can do it. Uh-huh. But it's it's literally one area and like two trip wires. Yeah, I feel like they they missed an opportunity because other than that, you know, you get the the basically the pipe bombs, and I had a lot of fun with those. I had a couple really fucking awesome. Like, okay, I'm gonna put bam, I shoot them. They're coming for me. Put the pipe bomb down, go down, and you get like two or three of them. Uh, real fast, can we? The explosions on the pipe bombs are fucking bonkers. Brutal. What? Yeah, they're, they're, they're... the pink smoke is what you see. Or like, and then you see the infected afterwards, and you see like limbs that flew, like feet away. Oh, there was there's some stuff that you could do in that game. It's just gross. And new game plus, you so you have all the weapons. And yeah. I was taking I was taking explosive arrows and shooting dogs with them. Oh my god! Hurt <laughs> me. Oh man, dude. Oh, the, it got to the point I, I where like the dogs screenshot from that. <laughs> it got to the point where like the dogs were the ones that go first. You motherfuckers, because they just oh. they come at you so quick. Uh, so there's, there's some gross stuff that you can do with the dogs. Like you know the the two handed pickaxe hammer thing. Yeah. If you hit a dog with that, it goes straight into its head. It just goes limp, and oh it's like God. oh, it's terrible. The death had some. The, I had some fun. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Chris. The death animations <laughs> in this game are really brutal. Oh, <laughs> Chris had to hug his dog. <laughs> Come here, buddy. The death animations are, are real bad. It was and too the real. Sounds. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. the yelping. No, I can't. There was only <laughs> one that I felt bad about, and that's like a story beat. So oh, yeah, that, we'll, we'll that get one, to it. Oh. All of them really hurt me, though. But it's like at the point where they sniffed Poor you out. Like, I'm going to put you... a trip mine. So, sort of. Cu- <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you cut to like farther in you know the first time you can play fetch with one of the dogs its name is bear right so if you go back and play and kill the dog in front of the hospital 
before you kill anyone else. That was Someone bear. Goes, oh no, bear! And I'm like, oh, oh no. shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that makes it even uh, worse. The staying power of the characters is just oh, it's phenomenal. The atten- like I keep saying, the attention to detail in this is just something else. I didn't run into any double character, like NPCs, nobody. Everybody looked so different and just calling out their names like, oh, Jason or whatever, or whatever. They got Jason. I'm like, yeah, I did. You probably probably didn't notice because you were blowing their faces off, but they did reuse some characters. Okay. That's probably why. I blew up a bunch of faces. Uh, Yeah, I I did feel like there were a pretty good amount of like grunt grunt characters. Yeah. Can we talk about the infected blowing off their legs and then they crawl after you? The yeah! first time they did that scared the crap out of me. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. I shot him not realizing if I just like backed up, they would eventually die. <laughs> so I wasted like two bullets in, in, into one coming at me. I was like, oh, fuck. You just stomp on them. Um, I want to throw out like the safes in this game are really cool. I like the way They're they did awesome. the safes. Uh, did I naturally look for the combinations? No, I Googled them like a normal fucking human being. You didn't uh, even have to do that though. You could hear it. Hear the click. Oh yeah. No, I just Googled it. I wasn't. Yeah, I got, I got to someone I'm like, Oh, I don't have the clue for this. Oh, well, click, 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 click. And it and only then, takes like a minute. And then also some of the, the, the quote unquote puzzles with the dumpsters, putting them oh, at, yeah. at an angle and then going up and doing what you got to do to get them in there. were pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Okay, so now we've got <laughs> Ellie's on her killing tour. We're on a tour to kill all these motherfuckers. And in the process, we kill some other characters that are a little sad. But I want to throw some love to there was a spot where it was like a business building, and you had to throw the rope over this weird ledge in order to get over to the other side. Now there's a building that has a bunch of that has a clicker and some uh some infected now two clickers two runners i know what I you're didn't, talking i about. didn't worry about I didn't, from it. Yeah. yeah i didn't worry about those guys I, I i did my little theme and i heard him i was like oh oh that's way too many so then i go over to that building and i'm breaking windows they hear that and they come out of course but which was awesome because you're in a safe spot but it was really cool to see how naughty dog changed their uh their 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 paths depending on whether you you kill them in there or if you let them come out because if you if you break those those windows in that office building to get to the other side with the rope they hear and they come out and they they, they take out a new a, a new you know predetermined path or a new path and it was really yeah. fucking cool like that they thought that far ahead like oh okay you break it and but they're gonna stay in there because that's where they're coded to stay you know that's where the architecture's at no no they've got an option for well if you break these first they come out and now they're roaming this path. Yeah. Really, really impressed me. I know like, obviously like they're going to do cool shit like this, but it was really cool to kind of see it. Um, I feel like I'm overlooking a flashback though. I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm uh, a flashback. There is happy birthday, which is where they go to the museum, but I don't yes. think it's there. I think it's, yeah. it That's might be midday. I mean, we yeah, can talk about that. I don't feel like th- there's only like, Maybe two flashbacks that really matter. I feel like the rest of them are just the. I mean, like I feel like oh. the rest of the flashbacks are really there to to give you, like, to really seal the deal on on number one with Abby, to seal the deal on how fucked up it was for her to find her dad dead, 
And number two for Ellie, the actual really good life-defining moment she had with Joel. So the oh. yes and no, like the, the, the character building and the relationship building for the birthday, the birthday where they go and it's, it, it kind of, it doesn't, for me, it doesn't fit the, yeah. the whole story and the whole aesthetic, but it's nice to see that oh, they yeah. actually had a, a normal relationship outside of the crazy fucked up world that they lived in. Yes. And you can also see that like they're, they're kind of letting their guard down with each other because they're in a safe area like Jackson. Well, you also get that, that, that before Ellie knows about what really happened and after Ellie knows what really yeah. happened. Yeah. Plus, so the, the the day with to- the the finding strings, I agree with you, doesn't yeah. really need to be there. Yeah. But other than that, I feel like all the other ones hold weight. Yeah. No. No. I'll give you that. They do hold weight. But I mean, like, for me, finishing the story, like, I think the museum one was good. It really yeah. showed you how much Joel cared for Ellie, and that yeah. Ellie, Ellie, he really did see Ellie as his daughter. Ellie was very much his daughter in his mind. Oh yeah. Um, but when it, it came to that, it was that one, and then. Like I didn't need any other ones other than the one with like you know Joel coming clean with what really happened. Now there were cool scenes when you get to fight the the bloater in the in the abandoned hotel. That shit scared the fuck out of me. That was another oh, one. I was like, ah! No. Ah! Wait, ah! The only right. way to progress that is to get caught, and then Joel takes a fucking machete to it. But like I'm sitting there, I'm just unloading all my bullets yeah. on it. Like why do I have all of this? And it, <laughs> it nearly rips your head off, and, and Joel comes in just mashes the fuck out of it with a big old blade dude yeah. i ran around for like a good 10 minutes and i'm like what am i doing it's like <laughs> oh you gotta no, get where, where oh, are the spots so like the bloater in the first one it had like four or five spots that you hit or you just set it on fire yeah I'm like where the fuck do i hit this bloater what do i do <laughs> right and it's just That's like oh i get you. caught <laughs> yeah but like when it comes to that one it was fun i had a good time playing it but i feel like it could have not been in the game yeah. Um, and we could have been just as fine, but it did serve the purpose to tell showing us, you know, how many times Ellie really asked him. Like we, we, it really cements the fact that Ellie doesn't believe Joel and what happened in the yep. first game at the end of the events. But so we've got what? Where were we? We're in. Oh yeah, I was talking about uh, the spot where you break the window and then and then the the runners and everybody come out. Well, not runners, but the infected and, and the, the clickers come out. And then we get through there. Um, this part I'm a little fuzzy on up until we kill, up until we get to the hospital. You're on your way to the news channel station to find Leah yes. to interrogate her to find out where Abby is. But we never so find her. Yeah. So like you've, you've kind of jumbled some stuff in there. That's where like trip wires are. That's yeah. where all of it is. You, 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 you eventually do find Leah, but she's dead and yeah. the scar have gotten her. Which is sad, which is sad in its own right. But we I get mean, one of we get a really <laughs> awesome action scene with that, though. Yeah. Escaping oh, the, the TV, the TV station is a, it was a lot of fun. No, dude, walking in there and seeing the bodies just hanging there with the intestines, yeah. I was like, yes, give me more of this. <laughs> I, I do love the fact that this game shows us, and we, you know, we got a glimpse of it in the first game as well, but the infected clickers and runners, bloaters, like, they're scary and they're dangerous, but humans are dangerous and scary the, the infected are just the secondary villains right yeah. they're just obstacles that you have to get around to <laughs> get to the other humans yeah the scariest people and it's like same with the walking dead what the walking dead and any zombie apocalypse type show shows us the thing you need to be most worried about are other humans 
Like you have to be, yes, you have to be worried about zombies, clickers, whatever the fuck is in whatever universe you're playing in. But the thing you have to always be most wary of and worried about are other people. But yeah, that TV station, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. And you, TV and, station was good. And you get another escape, like another escape scene where you get towards the end of that. It's like, all right, we're not fighting anymore. We got to escape. We got to run. We got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. And then, uh, I think after then, that we get to the theater. Yes. Uh, you get. I believe you go to the subway before you go to the. Oh theater. yes. Oh, dude, yeah. the subway. That whole oh. red. Oh. Our first mm. spot where we get to pit clickers and infected against humans, and so that felt so. That was good. so good. I grabbed my bottle and I said. Hope y'all have a little fun with this one. <laughs> and I w- sat back and I watched the mayhem ensue. <laughs> oh, it was wonderful. You can just sit in a corner too. And like if you don't make any noise and you stay away from everybody, yeah. everybody, the clickers just take out everyone. And like, there'll be two or three clickers left and you can just make easy work of them or walk through. Now in the first game, did we get to do that as well? Only in left behind. Okay. Yeah, it's there are certain parts of this game where you get to pit, where you get to you get to merge the two worlds, and it's fun every single fucking time. Every time. Every time it's fun. That never loses its pizzazz. And the hospital. Oh yeah. Oh. I actually I did it a couple times, but that's not how I got through it. I I literally killed one clicker and just ran to the door. (laughs) Oh yeah, dude. The amount of time that you can run through the game is insane. Just well, run. Well, it makes sense. Like realistically, you would probably do that anyways. You know, you really don't have the ammo to get yeah. through like six people, four clickers, two runners. Like no, there's <laughs> just go. <laughs> but then we get to the theater. Yep. And we 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 get a re- we get a revelation. Chris, what's that? Re- pregnant. Oh, you two. Timing! Actually, nope. I'm the one you two timed with. Oops. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dina's pregnant. And I love Ellie's response. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, why would you come if you knew you were pregnant? Which I don't think she knew at the time. No, and then we- before that, the whole revelation is that her mask broke. And then that's when Dina oh, found out that she was yes. infected. Yes, I knew and I was going to miss shit. When she told him, oh, you're, I'm, you're not infected. You're not infected. And all that stuff. And then she's like, you're pregnant. I'm pregnant. I'm like, bro. Well, I also like, she kind of told her too, like, don't worry, like, kissing me and shit isn't going to infect you. <laughs> well, too late now. <laughs> I did love that part. When she, she did mention, like, don't worry, like, the things we've been doing, it's like, <laughs> you're not infected. Uh, yeah, and then, and then uh, Dina, you know, tells us that she's pregnant, and we get a moment of weakness from Ellie saying, like, well, you're, was it, you're, uh, you're holding me back now type, type situation. Well, you just see how hard of a, character she actually is right where she just stonewalls people right off once she finds out that they're a liability and and like can't or won't help her along her path i think a lot of it too is 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 this is someone she cares about and the fact that she's pregnant like doubles it like you've got a life inside you but i also don't think dina knew because what it took about four or five weeks for them to even get to seattle i think um it's a 12-day ride, apparently, from uh, Wyoming to Seattle. Like, I was I was having this discussion with oh, okay. somebody, and they were like, "It's a, I think it's actually a 12-day walk, so it would be less time on horseback, Yeah, but you would have to give the horse rest and whatnot, right? So it, it feels you're, like, you're in between, like, 7 to 12 days. 
So there's plenty of time that Dinah didn't know she was pregnant. Or maybe she was puking, not really thinking about it, didn't put two and two together yet. I'm no, pretty sure in that, that she missed yeah. it. Yeah, that she missed her. She mi- she's, yeah. She mentioned that she was late and that. Uh, it wasn't Ellie's. Don't worry. It's not yours. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's so. Dina's, Dina's humor is such fucking dad humor and yeah. it's wonderful. It's I think great. Shimmer's sick. She's sounding a little hoarse. Like, oh, got me. Got me. I do love like like when we get back to uh like to to go back to when we were in that church, uh, yeah. or the synagogue, whatever it was. Synagogue, yeah. Like we we get a lot of really good backstory on her that happens quick, but like they really don't waste any time investing you in Dina. Like once I found out she was pregnant, I, well even before that I was like I like this character, and then you find out she's pregnant, and you're like I have to keep her safe at all costs. Yeah, at all costs. Um, I you know you remember when the spoilers came out. I honestly I wasn't spoiled. Okay, so, I, I spoil so the spoilers up. came out, and then also no no Druckmann made a uh, no no Druckmann made a statement where he's like, you know, like this game's gonna it's gonna do things that are like really dark. And you think? So I honestly yeah. thought when the spoilers came out, and it turns out when the spoilers came out, what they really showed was Joel dying, but we didn't we saw him from an angle where we didn't see Joel die. I honestly thought what the main reason why she was out to get revenge. Was because not only did they kill Joel, but like, I honestly thought Dina was going to get raped and killed. And so, so I, I had that feeling too. It was the scene they showed her on the floor. Yeah. I think it was like a, a E3 felt, thing. Yeah. When she, she was like, the held, she, or some shit like that. Yeah. Well, no, she was being held down and it was yeah. the scene with Joel, but you hear, you hear like women screaming in the background. Yeah. And it's just like, somebody's got Dina. And somebody's doing something to her. That's, I honestly so. thought, well, I mean, like the whole Joel dying felt like it, it sucked, but it felt par for the course for The Last of Us, like, world. It so, needed to happen. So when Neil Druckmann no. said that, I was like, oh, we're going to see something bad. Like, yeah, we're going to see something fucking uncouth. But it never happened. I, w- I wanted to add something with the whole thing about Joel dying. If they would have done it like they did the Arkham Knight, that you can hear the Joker in your consciousness as you're going through your trip by yourself after Dina's like, you know, pregnant and all this stuff. I'm like, Oh, that's so, I never even thought yeah. about that. If Joel was like narrating or like talking, talking to, to you, let's see the, the problem with last of us games is there's almost always a companion with you. Yeah. So there's back and forth. Like okay, this. Can, we, can we get to the point that the AI in this game is awesome. Yes. Like you just do whatever you want. Oh yeah. 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 Well, for sure. Like, Go Sorry, ahead. Mike. Mike, no, no, no. Go. You were right in the middle of of, of saying something. Yeah. Go, go. My bad. My bad. I forgot. Oh no! Oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Uh, no worry, guys. No worries. We got plenty of say time. Was, uh, a very common theme in the Last of Us games is nobody gets time to grieve. So, yeah. for them to give, to have Joel be her internal voice because she hasn't had time to process and she's got the sort of psychosis to it, would have been. I would have 100 accepted that. Like yeah. Joel kind of being her conscience. Yeah, like yeah. being like, yeah, like, like, when... you don't need to do this, Ellie. Like, no, I have to. Blah blah blah. You know, there's a very underlying tone. Like, revenge is <sighs> the underlying tone in this game. Yeah, but like at the same time, so like I, I remember what I was saying now. Uh, if Joel is your conscience, or he's talking you through things, that almost feels a little on Joel, just gotcha. because of how dark of a character he is, too. Yeah. Right. So if he's saying, "Hey, no, don't kill these people." <laughs> it's just like, but Joel, come on, come on. Don't you yeah, remember that? No, 
Joel, remember how you murdered all those people in cold blood? You're just as bad as Nathan Drake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, the theater's cool. That The theater's the first part where we get the guitar. Well, not the first part. I'm sorry. The music store. The first part, you openly get We it. get to play it. And I have seen, I, just as a side note, I've seen people do some of the craziest shit with that guitar. Yeah. Some of the crazy. So- I, Neil Druckmann posted a video of one and was like, what sort of madness do you have to put yourself through in order to do this? <laughs> I think it was like, wasn't there one was like through the fire and the flames? Yes, there's a, yes, yeah. that was awesome. Uh, which don't get me wrong, is a cool scene, but the fact that you have to, what was it, uh, R1 and L1 clicking between different chord progressions and shit like that? No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't play anything right. It was, it all sounded horrible to me. Yeah, that the and playing Future Days every time they touched on it as Ellie. And how she could only get through the, the beginning part and she couldn't say, like, much more from it is so powerful for her character. Just, like, it get, she can get to this one part and, like, she's, oh, that's just for me. Like, that's not for you when she starts it with Dina and stuff. But, like, you really can tell if she went in, into more of that song, she would have just fucking broke down. It's like <laughs> yeah. you said, they don't have time yeah. to grieve, right? Exactly. Ain't got time to grieve. Well, she, yeah, like Joel dies and she immediately goes on the offensive to kill the people who killed him. Okay, so yep. we're in the theater. We get, um, we, you know, we find uh, the, the radio. We get the power on. We're kind of hearing where they're at now. And so uh, Ellie takes off, like, you stay here. I'm going to go. And we get, she t- heads off to the hospital. Hospital, yep. Yep. And we get a really cool. Because they find out where Nora is, yeah. And we get a really cool scene. We get the boat in between, correct? No. No. No, no boat. Okay. Like way late in the game. So we're making our way to the hospital. See, parts of this is fuzzy. I feel like Abby's story stuck with me more than Ellie's did. Yo, okay. I'm gonna add, yeah. Go. I, I Take it from here. Take it from here. No, Abby's story was great. And I think after Seattle Day 3, when you actually played the whole thing as her, I was like, yes. Yeah. Give me more of just Abby. So where, where, where do okay. we go from here? After the theater. Look. So after the theater, um, you go out on your own and you are on your way to oh. the hospital. So you're by yourself at this point and you're headed towards, uh, you start in Hillcrest and you're like going through, this is where you get the bow. This, Yeah, this is where you get the bow. This is where you get uh, all this stuff. And this is where the first like red herring comes in where you jump into a cut scene and it's Jesse when we all thought it would have been Joel. And like that, that scene's just phenomenal for me. Like, I'm just like, Oh, that's so such a good, like switch. I like that. And like for Jesse, he's such a vulnerable character because he's, he's so in love with Dina and he's just like, it's, he's a wonderful character. I wanted more time with these characters. I'm going to be real. Oh my God. Yes. The secondary characters. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my god! Are you talking about Fanny and Jesse? Give me yeah, a when Jesse. Jesse oh finds my you. god! What a great scene! That whole that whole car chase scene, but him coming in and like he's got you, and you're thinking Tommy, and it's Jesse, and you're. I love Jesse's character. Jesse's character was so like, I I related so much with Jesse. Like he's, yeah, he's he's in love with Dina or was in love with Dina, but still cares for her. But he fucking cares about Ellie as well. A lot. And him and Ellie almost seem like bros, you know? Yeah, they broke down real hard. Like, it it sounds like they, like, they've been on a lot of, like, I don't know, I'm going to say missions together. Yeah. Yeah, Patrols and shit like that. They've gotten close. It seems like he knows her really well. 
Mm-hmm. Like, um, he definitely feels like a character that she's confided in, and he's and he's confided in her. Yeah, and that's what so, made him so good, so believable. No, of course, man. And I, I wanted more of him. Like, I wanted more backstory. I wanted. You wanted more backstory? What? Oh my bad. Yeah, I wanted more time with Jesse. Except not that's just a little vertical slice that we got with him. Because I mean, realistically, we were only playing with him for what ten minutes. Yeah, we didn't. That's it. But back to the hospital. So we go to the hospital. Yeah. First time water mechanics come in. Yes. So you get to swim, which was great. I wish they had swimming takedowns. That would have been awesome, but they didn't. Yes. Um, We got that whole Vita scene, which was super cool. Oh my god! Okay, listen. When she killed the Asian girl, who I can't remember her name, I they felt, don't give her a name. I was so I felt NPC so one. sad because like she tells her to like I'm not going to kill you. You just need to answer my questions. And that character we end up seeing in Abby's story, she seemed like a really chill, really nice, like somber character, like someone who didn't deserve to die. She just seems like a lookout. She's not. She's not like a grunt on the ground level trying to shoot and kill people. So yeah, yeah right. about- station me in the basement with water behind me, and yeah. I'm gonna play my Vita. Fuck, <laughs> right? But something about her felt really wholesome. I I I can't like she reminded me of uh, uh what was it Rose from Star Wars? Like this very like really wholesome like character that that probably shouldn't be where she's at, but it is doing it because like there's no other choice. You got to kind of roll with the punches, but it's very much like had- wrong place, not- wrong time. Yeah, like I felt like. Oh man, that death! That was one I of the mean, deaths. Where I was she, like, "Oh fuck!" She she asked for it because she reached for her knife and she went to stab Ellie. So it's like, I know, I know. I mean, it's kill or be killed in that yes. moment, though, right? She, yeah. she just walked away. But realistically, could Ellie really leave anybody alive? I At feel, that point, yes, because she hasn't hit her breaking point just yet. I don't know, Even, but I, I don't think there is a breaking point at at all in this game. I feel like she definitely could wary. stop at any time. But everybody's so against helping her to get to Abby. True, but okay, okay though. But we're back, so <laughs> we get to the hospital. The hospital had one of the coolest setups and like natural fights and stuff that that I faced. In like, it was one of my favorite spots to get into like skirmishes. It was so open for yeah. like I can do. I can do a little bit of stealth here. I can get loud here and then I can run up. This is where I found that while in a sprint, if you hold the prone button, Ellie actually jumps into prone. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's that's fucking phenomenal. Have you guys seen twice? <laughs> Have you guys seen like the I, I I don't know how to say it, so just like pro level players cleaning through rooms all open, like sliding backwards, shooting people, grabbing. Like it is some of the stuff that you can actually do in this game. Wow. Yeah, I definitely felt like I didn't touch like even the tip of the iceberg with like what I could do. I I did notice that there was there was possibilities for better mobility and stuff. But uh, yeah, one hundred percent. I feel like it's kind of like with Final Fantasy VII remake when I saw videos of people doing these wild devil may cry combos with Tifa. Yeah, you just had to put the right materia on her. Yeah. So it was like <laughs> one of those scenes where it's like. Oh, I didn't even realize you could even do that. But I had an idea that that it was available. I just didn't have the like creativity to like think of how to do it. 
I didn't know you could like run back and slide like that. I would have done that so much more. Yeah. I found that out by accident. I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah. Because the uh, game doesn't hold your hand at all. Like, it's no. just play. Okay, so we're in the hospital, and we're here because one of the main group of killed Joel is here. We're trying to find them. The hospital has, like like I said, it was a really cool spot to get into skirmishes. Uh, the level design in the hospital felt really awesome. Who is it in the hospital we're after again? I was looking at the character list. Nora. So Nora's in the hospital. We're coming after Nora. So we eventually get to Nora, and it's a cool fucking scene. Nora talks some shit. Nora talks some shit. She's like, yeah, like when your guy screamed like a little bitch. Oh, my God. And then that's when, like, no, you didn't. That's when Ellie breaks, and we, we get this awesome fucking chase scene. This awesome chase scene. And it leads up until we finally get to her. And we got her like this. You know, we got her by the throat. We guns to her head. The other wolf people are there. And she's like, don't come any fucking closer. Behind us is a pit with a ton of spores. We've got no mask. Nora has no mask. And we say, you know what? Fuck it. Boom. Jump in the hole. What a boss level move. Oh, yeah. my God. And then it, and then we get, so we're in the hole. Nora runs. And we get another moment where we get the pit. Clickers and infected humans. humans, and it plays out so amazingly. Uh, up until the point where we, we finally get to Nora, we find Nora, we get there, and you know, she's like, What the fuck? Why are you? And she's like, I'm not, a, I'm immune, bitch. What's up? Tell me what you yeah. fucking know. Nora doesn't tell us much, so we bash her head in with a pipe, and then that's the end of Nora. Nora's done, uh, and we make our way back to uh we make our way back to the theater is there but that that's when the boat comes into play right no (laughs) snow off on it it's all good it's all good it's all good that's why i brought the two of you to fill in those gaps in my memory yeah no the boat doesn't come into like way late but we yeah you're on the end of day two it's midday three when the boat comes in okay okay so we get that we head back to the theater though right yes yes then we get back and dinah's running the fever she's kind of sick right yep is um, that when Jesse comes in? Well, Jesse's there. Yeah, Jesse's already, already with you, kind of thing. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So this is also yeah. So, yeah, I believe right. Ellie took off while they were sleeping. Yeah. Also, the blow. Because there is a split. <laughs> there is a split at that after because uh, there's the car chase, the car scene where you and Jesse jump in the car to get back and to then the you theater. Theater, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's when afterwards you go to the hospital. Okay. Without anybody, yeah. So, let's skip ahead a little bit to the first encounter with the scars. Roll. Okay. Um. Also, I think we run into a bloated in between there as well, right? The shambles. Mm. Oh, oh, the shambles oh, okay, so, oh, the stalkers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stalkers? Fuck them. Oh, the shamblers are the blow-up guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, blow stalkers I, I want to talk about. I hated those guys. Dude. Yeah. I there, hated there was, the, the shamblers. There was a Go subway. Ahead. Yeah, we, yeah, we totally passed over them. Yeah, the Shamblers, could you stealth kill them? No, that's you what I hated. There was no easy way. And they took like fucking four shotgun bullets. Yeah. It's like, what is this? Who, like, I, if there's anyone out there that knows how to do that, how to take those guys down easy, please let me know. Um, The other thing is with the Stalkers, fuck them, but it was really that like, when you first get introduced to them, and there's what, like six, seven, eight of them. That scene sucked, but it was also like really fucking cool. <laughs> it was the it's, only it's the only part of the game where I was actively like, fuck this, but also I kind of enjoy this. You're like, you gotta chuck a bottle, get him to go, 
do, do, do. Or run up and hit him. Whoa. Whoa. That what? you could do that. See, I did not play it like that at all. I just ran around until they saw me and I fucking blew their heads off. No, dude, no. you throw shit. They pop out. They're like, nah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I noticed I did not that, play it that way. That they wouldn't show up in, in like when you go into sense mode. Yeah. So what what I did, my workaround was uh, I remembered them from the last game or something similar where they would come out to the noise. So that in that area, there were a ton of bottles, a ton of bottles. So didn't even put yeah. that together. So I would throw wow. a, I would I would see one, I would throw a bottle near where I saw it, and then it would it would show its head. And if you like did it right with the six with the revolver, you could one shot them. But um I would also try to like I don't think you really needed the silencer for those guys since it seemed like they kind of no. stuck to their own. But I would do like one, two shots into them, grab another bottle, repeat the process. I want to say there was like seven of them in there, seven, eight of them. There's there a, a lot. Yeah, there was a, there was a pretty good amount. I probably like physically killed two of them because I had a, you know a weapon with the uh, with the, the scissors on it or whatever. I was I, I upgraded it, but uh, like in the very beginning of that scene, I was like, oh, this fucking sucks. But as I was killing them one by one, I was like, okay, I'm enjoying this. This is pretty fucking cool. But you know that's a that's a strong testament to this game. In the first game, it felt like there was really only one, maybe two ways to go about an area. But really, one way of stealth, 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 stealth. Yeah. And in this game, I really honestly feel like there, there's at least like at any given point three to six ways to to take on an area. Yep. I feel like, like it was so much broader. Now, 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 just realizing what you guys have done, and probably everybody but me, yeah. just throwing a bottle and having them swarm. Why not throw a bottle and then just throw a Molotov? Well, right? I didn't. Here was the thing: I want I saved the Molotov. I yeah, I say I would give them Molotovs for humans, and specific, specifically the ones with dogs. So, like, I did trip uh, the trip bombs for dogs a lot, and I also, I just when they <laughs> would, I just melee them. <laughs> in all honesty, like save my fucking bullets. These things go down one hit. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So then, so we're getting through there. We go through there, and now we're at uh, where are we at? Where are we at in the story? Day three, the start of day three. Okay, so we head out. We're okay, and then we run into the scars. <laughs> this first encounter with the scars, fuck that! I wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. I wasn't ready at all. These motherfuckers. I get an arrow in me, and I'm like, whatever. I'm like, why is my life going down? And then I see the little prompt: get the arrow out. It'll take your life out little by little. I'm like, I'm an idiot. I think I died. I think it took me three tries to get through that that first encounter with the scars but they really do come out of nowhere yeah Dude, that first whistle and then you get shot by the arrow and then that's how yeah. you meet them oh. oh i mean it was a really good scene but like holy shit they came out of nowhere and they they attack fast they do and we didn't even see the heavies yet those heavies i hate those heavies but yeah, they, like there's and there's a bunch of them. You're on like a lo- lower ground than them, and there's like four coming at you. One with a one or one or two with a bow and two with guns. Right? Yeah. What the fuck do I do at this point, right? <laughs> they, the scars definitely threw me off, and it was really like in retrospect, it's really cool though to see how like the fighting styles between the wolves and the scars are night and day. Yeah, and it's it's really cool now that I beat the game and I get to think back on it and be like, okay, that was pretty fucking cool. Like, that's cool. 
I like it. But so we run into the scars. That's our first encounter with the scars. You know, we get to go through um, more story because I think we're, we're at this point, we're trying to find Abby at the aquarium, right? Yes. Well, this is where we know that she's at, she's the, at aquarium. the aquarium. Okay. So we're trying to make our way over there. And then we get <laughs> our second encounter with the scars. Isn't that fuck near the parking garage, right? Yeah. So and this a, is where this we is... get introduced to these fucking heavies. We, on, I like... feel like we've skipped something just because like we are I think... with day three. We are with Jesse for a I think we skipped the flashback. We skipped the flashback, and I think we, that was the we flashback. Skipped the, yeah, the guitar where Joel. Well, no, I didn't. We skipped the flashback where Joel finally tells her about what happened. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We also did that. Yeah, yeah. We skipped so the, the good, Yeah, You're where right. where she finally is like she went to the hospital. Ellie and Joel go to that hospital back there, and she gets to see kind of what happened, or see the place, and, and Joel finally tells her what happened. Such a good scene. Like if if. Ashley Johnson or Troy Baker don't win uh, in for the Game Awards, like best performance. Then this is all like this is fucking ridiculous. Like, how is that Troy Baker? Like his how, voice is so that man's a vocal chameleon. Oh, wonderful! Just the as Joel, like just wonderful. He says eleven words in that scene when she's like, "Tell me, don't lie to me anymore," or like, "Lie to me again, and I'm gone." He says 11 words and it's like the fucking bad. It feels like a monologue. And yeah. yeah, there's a lot of pauses, but it's just so fucking powerful that he actually tells her and he's so broken up about it because he, he knows once he says something that she's gone. His yeah. relationship is gone. The nuance of that situation is so perfect. Mm -hmm. And he'd rather have her in Jackson so he can see her then never see her again. Yeah, he'd rather have her. Yeah, exactly. He'd rather have her hate her, but be near him. Yeah. Than just be fucking, you know, deuces. It's so fatherly. It's so fatherly, right? It's yeah, like, 100%. you can hate me as much as you want, but I still need to be here for you. Well, you know, later on, we get that, that really good, that flashback again. We get a really Let's good flashback. talk about that later. Yeah. I don't even want to bring that yeah, up yeah, right yeah. now. Um, so now we get introduced to the, to the, to the heavies that are part of the scars. And fuck them. Wow. They take two shotguns to the face. They like, just, come on. Like, really? <laughs> I think I fought at least half of them with, like, hand-to-hand, -hand, and my weapon would break, and I just have my knife, and it takes forever. Luckily, they're easy. To, the dodge mechanic in this game is amazing, and I want to thank you, Naughty Dog, for making it so amazingly easy to dodge. But just, wow, do they take a lot of knives. When, yeah, when, when they, they show you that while you're playing as Abby, Right, right in the beginning, it's just like there's a dodge button now. No way, the the hand to hand combat is just next yeah. fucking level here. So right? much easier. Can you imagine that in multiplayer? Oh, oh wow. just gonna be dodging, right? Yeah, I would just can't get me, can't get me. Yeah, that's when you pull out your shotgun, just boom, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we get we get the heavies. That whole <clears throat> so I, I got messed up. So I get through that. I climb up the parking garage and I get to the next part. And then you immediately run into like four more scars and you're like, I'm so I have like, my resources are so drained from that first fight. The and entire you, time. Right. Yeah. So you meet them in the, that, in that like level that you have to go up just a little bit. There's four. And then there's like fucking 12 in that like parking garage. I think it is. Yeah. Where it's just like, you keep going up. There's two here. There's two here. There's two here. There's two over there. And it's just like, 
they make it so you have to run, basically. Yeah. If you're not like going about stealthing everybody, you have to run. Oh, you know what? The scars felt like they found me the easiest as well. Yeah. Like I feel like the scars were just so like, hey, this bitch over here. <laughs> she's behind over there. She's behind that truck. I saw her. We see you. We see you. <laughs> we're gonna yeah. kill you now. <laughs> like, I feel like they found me so much easier than anybody else. And I'm just like, the clickers have sonar. But you barely see one hair float up. Like, she's over there! But yeah, so we get to the parking garage, and then we immediately get met by four more. Yeah. And we get done with that, and we go to the next area, and we're immediately met by three more, one heavy and two regulars. It's like, can I get a fucking break? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot. You have to deal with so much. Uh... I want to say that might actually be in day two, but to be honest, I don't even remember. Because yeah, I, I just remember, remember after seeing them, yeah. you're on a rooftop and you look and there's something there and it's not the aquarium. So I'm thinking that's day two when Ellie's by herself. Because day three is when you travel with Jesse and you have the scene in the library. Yes. Then, yes. Yeah. yes. He's and like, I'm not coming after yep. you. Yeah. And that's when you find it. Let's skip to there. I feel, right. I, I feel like we can skip to there. And yeah, Jesse's there with you. And then you you kind of, Chris, what? I saw that look. What you got? No, no, no. I'm done. Oh, okay, okay. Cool, cool. I thought you had yeah, I thought you had a tasty little morsel to throw in my mouth. No, um, we're getting there. Num, 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 num. Get, we're feed getting there. me. Feed me, Poppy. Num, 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 num. Uh, so, so yeah. So day three, uh, what was it? Yeah, Jesse's with us. Um, and we get that really cool scene where she's like, I'm going after Abby. And he's like, what about Tommy? And he's she's like, no, I'm going. He's like, I'm not I'm not coming for you then. Of course, I mean, spoiler alert, he comes back to help her. <laughs> um, but uh, Spoiler alert in a spoiler cast. <laughs> yeah, this, this, yeah, exactly. This is around the time that we get the boat, right? Yeah, so right yes, here, you are like taking out a whole bunch of wolf to get to a, a boat. Which, and that's when, yeah. This part what? fucked me up because when I thought I had them all killed, three more out of nowhere. And I'm like, where They're did everywhere. they come from? They're everywhere. They're yeah. at this point. They're worse than the scars. It's just like, <laughs> how many fucking people are in this place? This is a stronghold or something, right? Did you know that if you killed, I think the top right one when you jumped in, like as soon as you start the encounter in the arena, and you jump in the water, you can get the boat and just go. You don't have to not, kill anybody. Like... You don't have to kill fucking anybody. You can get to the center and swim underwater to the boat, jump in, and prime it. Without killing anybody. That's, like, there were like two areas in, in this whole game where you actually have to fight. And that's yeah. like in the basement after Hillcrest when they throw the smoke and they come down with the masks. Yeah. You have to kill those people. And then there's scenes with Abby that you have to kill people. But you can like get through most of this without killing anybody. Which is wonderful. Like how is it possible that they have so many options just to progress you? And mind you like they did the same thing in one. There was a there's a scene in like an underground subway where it's just filled with infested. And I remember I I, I did took me eleven minutes to stealth all the way through and I killed nobody. There's like yeah. two bloaters. There's but yeah, it's just, the amount of like different ways you can go about playing this is just great. Everybody yeah. has yeah, everybody seems to play different ways. Like some people do stealth, some people try and do as like minimum kill. Some people just go in. I'm assuming that's all three of us. 
guns blazing and fucking just take everybody yeah, out. Switched to Abby. I was like, all right, one man army, let's go. <laughs> well, I, I feel like even with the scars, no matter what, whether you were Abby or Ellie, like the best course of action with the scars was to just go in and start taking them out as fast as you can. If you take out the dudes with the arrows, that's it. You're good. Fuck everybody else. <laughs> um, so we're going to go forward a little bit. Yep. We got the boat. The, the boat part was cool. It feels very like, like you didn't really need it, but it was kind of cool to have it there. There's some parts that some safes and stuff you can get with the boat, but then you get to that really cool scene of her trying to get to the aquarium. It's the only reason you have the boat is to traverse to the aquarium. Cause you see if when you're on the roof with Jesse earlier, you see how much water there is. And like, you're, you're like, it's going to take us forever to go around. Why don't we just go through? And yeah. that's where the, that's when the boat comes into play. Right. But we get that, that really cool scene to the ocean. Yeah. Which was fucking dope. It's very the boat and then you're yeah, swimming. What? It's, it's very quick, yeah. but it really gave you like you know you're not gonna die, but there was a very much a sense of urgency. I gotta oh, get yeah. there, I gotta get there, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. And you, then you get so you did you guys get washed off with the with twice. the waves that no so ice. so no, I never the the best way to do it if if they keep coming in and crash you is when you when you see them coming, dive under and they don't hit you at all. Yeah, like in yeah. my life. See, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, because there's no such thing as an undertow, right, yeah. Chris? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't dive once. I made it through my first try. I didn't nice. even know that could happen. I figured something like that could happen. I was like, I'm just gonna keep swimming straight. Like, we'll get to it. So wait, but, you you swam straight, but you didn't get you didn't crash. That yeah. seems like a bit of a glitchy to me, but like, it's totally yeah, possible that it, could I, happen I, too. Like, it was just like the waves. Like, I think I had one or two waves hit me, but it never really like affected me. They just drag you under when you. Yeah, yeah, like I'm like, yeah. The character would do a normal theme where it's like, and she comes back up, swims. If you just, up. but if you just go under, because that stops you. If you just go yeah. under the water, it doesn't stop you at all. You just. See, keep I didn't going. know that. I didn't even run into that. See, like this is oh. one of those games where like some people run into that, some people don't, some people find ways to get around it that nobody even knew about. I was honestly looking for an undertow to see if it'll wish me away for a yeah. kill animation, but there was nothing. So. A shark comes in, bites you, takes you out. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> an infected shark's got like a bug. <laughs> he's, he's got a yeah a bulb <laughs> um and then we get to the aquarium and shit gets did you guys dark. have as much did you guys have as much of a hard time navigating the aquarium as i did yes yes oh i yeah, felt like, I, like where the fuck am i going i thought i was gonna run into infected so I, I not only did i have a hard time navigating but i went really slow yeah but so, i mean there's there's a tank that you go into at one point where you have to go up a ladder i didn't see the ladder and then there's a uh, a duct that you have to climb into. It took me like ten minutes. Oh, my second try took me yeah. six minutes. The <laughs> like, way you figure that this oh. this out is the lighting. And yeah, the like, lighting cues now is like that's that's where you know you gotta go. Can I say something real quick? No. To Naughty Dog, can I talk to Naughty Dog directly real quick? Hey, Naughty Dog, you do you look at me real quick? I know it's audio, but look at me. Um, just because I'm taking my time doesn't mean I don't know where the fuck I'm going. I don't need your stupid fucking hint. Oh, yeah, I'm hint. trying to find parts and I'm trying to find stuff that I need. I you get turn. it. I get it. You think I'm stupid. I understand. I get it. But I don't need it. Let you can me, turn that off. Let, me, turn that off. <laughs> let me search my fucking surroundings in this survival horror game. <laughs> oh, I there's I there's the dad bod. We I all love it. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know you could turn it off. It's like hints. And I'm like, fuck your hint. I don't need it. I see the, the ladder. The accessibility options are so vast that it yeah. kind of you you kind of lose it. It's not a bad thing or anything. Yeah. It's just you don't know where it is. 
when I when I went through my second playthrough to get all the collectibles, I, I it took me so long to find out where to do the highlights. And it's just it's just like, oh, what do I do? I had to look up a guide to use the accessibility options. Dude, same to find the the highlights and stuff like that. That's yeah. a great feature, but man, it took me forever to dig through those menus. Mm-hmm. Like I'm happy I, they did that, but for man. sure. And I didn't even know you could change the color of the fonts that come up if you had subtitles on. Like someone was talking what? about it. Yeah, you could you can change like the either the color of the names or the color of the fonts. You can change the sizing. Like I was listening to uh, oh, kind shit. of funny talk about it and like blessing oh, yeah, was talking about it up, yeah yeah and i just like man the, the amount of detail in this like i keep fucking saying it but even in like the options it's fantastic and the amount of like difficulty settings as well and how they change so i well, played I mean, my you, you remember with the boat it tells you oh you can go this way if you wanted yeah. to do the normal path, or you can go the easier way, which I didn't do, but I'm assuming yeah. it takes two. There's back. different ways to, to to drive the boat and everything mm-hmm. too. It's just it was great. All right, so so now we're at the aquarium. We're gonna skip through traversing through the aquarium, and this is one of the saddest fucking scenes in the whole game. We run into scene. We run into Alice, uh, Alice yeah. and. No, oh, yeah. oh, Alice sorry. is the dog. Yeah. All right, yeah, we, we let's not Alice talk about first. the other two. We kill Alice first, and like, you're like, oh fuck, what? The, and I think this is the first scene, first part where like a dog's death really mattered. <laughs> you stab it in the neck, the first thing you do, and, and just, just sadness in its face. Oh, it's, poor Alice. Oh my, I'm just like, why, why? And then like when we flash back to well, we we flash forward about what an hour from here, it's like. Oh no, we're gonna learn about this kid. This dog is a character. No, I can't. I can't do this, guys. I'm just. I'm done. (laughs) We kill Alice, and then we make our way into the next room. Who has Mel and Owen? Mel and Owen. Oh my god! In one of the saddest. Oh, this one was hard. I had to stop playing after this scene. Like I literally had to just stop because I couldn't. I was like, no. Yeah, this scene and the very, very ending had me like like shocked like not i wouldn't say like shell shocked you know for a moment because owen and alice right owen and alice are in there mel owen and mel are in there (laughs) alice is the dog owen and mel are in there (laughs) you don't ellie doesn't know mel's pregnant but we know mel's pregnant we don't know how far along but she's wearing a big jacket they kind of hide it well, but like if you oh, were paying yeah. attention in the beginning, you hear that Mel is pregnant, and Mel and Owen are in the room at this point in time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Ellie busts in with her gun. She's like, "Where the fuck's Abby?" Blah blah blah. Um, and before that, they're talking about Abby's on some island. She's dead. She's not going to return. Blah blah blah. So then we get this scene of her kind of like interrogating them, and yeah. then was it Mel makes the first move? She gets. She stabs Mel in the neck. No, no, no sorry. No. Owen makes the first yeah. move and she shoots Owen. She shoots yes. Owen and then and they then, fight for the gun. And then Mel comes at her. They fight with a, for the knife. For the knife, Stabs yeah. Mel in the neck. And then she goes go over, to Owen, over to Owen. And he, in his last dying breath, says, all you can make out is pregnant. Yeah. And she goes back. She unveils the jacket. And wow, that scene where Ellie realizes it, like her heaving on the ground. Especially she's having a panic attack because she's reflecting that Dina is fucking pregnant yeah. too. 
Right? Like, it's just like, someone could do this to like Dina. Oh no. Like she's having this this horrible panic attack. And then here come Tommy and Jesse. And like she almost shoots them. <laughs> but that yeah. whole scene is like so heartbreaking. Yeah, it's, it's heavy. Broke. It's heavy. My fucking my heart broke and like sank at the same time in that scene alone. And so just because as the viewer, you know she's pregnant. You know she's pregnant, but Ellie doesn't. And, and when she stabs her in the neck, you're like, "Oh no!" It's not a quick death. But it doesn't. I. I yeah. I mean, exactly. to be fair, it's not the slowest. It's not yeah. the slowest death either. So I mean, she it, didn't do what she did to Nora to fucking Mel, right? Fuck. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then Tommy and Jesse come in. They get Ellie out of there, and then you're back in the theater. We get Ellie waking up next to Dina, right? Yes. Well, she goes. Well, no, she uh, goes and like they washes her. Yes. Yeah, like a whole cleaning yeah. scene. And they go yeah. to sleep, wake up, and then, and then <laughs> we get the end of Ellie's arc at I this point in live. time, and we get. We let you Ellie, live. We hear Tommy in distress. We Jesse and and Ellie go to save him. Poor fucking Jesse gets murked right off the bat the second they go through that, that door. That was shocking. Well, like, you happened, don't even think it's coming. No. It happens. Not only does it happen so fast, but you get absolutely no time to digest it. It's Abby and another person, which we won't know until later. All we see is Abby, which yeah. God, the storytelling in this game is so top notch, like so top notch, but it's at, it's Abby. And she's like, She's got Tommy at gunpoint. She's killed Jesse. She tells you to drop your gun. And we get this awesome scene where she's like, we we let you live and you squandered it. Yeah. Which is one of the most powerful scenes in the game. Because I was like, and we get that you killed all my friends. Like you killed my friends. And we get this amazing, like, it's not even really a monologue because it's so quick. And then boom, cut to black. Abby day one. Holy! Well, it's not even Abby Day One. It's it's flashback to an ab- early Abby, like uh, oh, well, her, yeah, even before dad, right? the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. We, we, we get that bit with her and her dad and uh, with zoo, the zebra. Yeah. yeah, with the zebra. Um, and then we get we get Abby's backstory basically, which we all kind of yeah. knew. I did not. I had no clue. Really? I had no clue. So I, I was playing. Clue. I was playing as Abby. Well, like. Uh, and like you get to a certain point and Owen comes in uh, when you see the zebra. And when he says doc is when I'm like, Oh shit, maybe. See? And then you see the fucking whole uh, hospital. And it's like, no, no before we no, ever no, got no, to that, no, I'd no. already kind of put two and two. I, I had a feeling I had a hunch. Like I, I was 90% sure that the reason why these people were hunting Joel was due to him massacring the fire. Yeah. Like killing all the fireflies. But the thing is, like you, you don't. That's an assumption, right? Yeah. So, like at, at that point, I'm not, I'm not thinking about. It. I'm trying to live, live it in the moment. So I'm not trying yeah. to think. Oh, this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. So it's just like, holy shit, this is fucking heavy. Like, okay, okay I need to know. Abby's justified. Though. Yeah. Abby is a girl. Yeah. Okay. So I wasn't 100 sure for a little bit there. I thought Abby was a uh, was a trans woman. That's uh, really? that's Lev. Okay. Lev. Yes. I well, I thought Abby was just because like 
We get a scene. We, we'll, we'll get to that. But I just wanted to, I, I didn't Google it, which I should have Googled it, but I just wanted to make sure I knew she was buff as fuck. And I did assume Abby was, was, you know, biologically born a woman, but I wasn't hundred percent sure if she so was. She, so like, if you, in that scene, you can see her body, body shape is completely different. Yeah. When you, when you first meet her father, right? Yeah, yeah where she's she, a small yeah. girl, basically. Yeah, and but she well, she becomes who she is to take out Joel. That's okay. That's what I figured, but I knew we were gonna get some sort of trans character in the game. I mean, yeah. we kind of got that from the spoilers, and, and that was the rumor. I wasn't. I I knew like Lev, yes, was gonna be that, but I thought maybe there were two. I wasn't hundred percent sure, but I just wanted to double check, kind of like 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 make sure. Um, but. Abby's buff as fuck when we get to a certain scene later. Oh, yeah. She's Starlight Knight from Napoleon Dynamite buff. Um, Thank you. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. Uh, your reaction to that. Please don't. Don't <laughs> reference fucking Napoleon Dynamite. Right? Yeah, that's right. I know that you and I have probably watched that way too many times. Right? You, you got where I am. Look like Peter Pan here. That's why I'm there. Starlight Knight. <laughs> So God. yeah, we get the flashback with Abby. We we get her backstory basically, which we all kind of, well, not we all. I assumed she had something to do with the, the fireflies in the past. It was apparent. It was someone important. We get the flashback, the zoo flashback, which was really well done. I feel yes. like a lot, a lot of the flashbacks, some of them weren't needed, but all of them were very well done. The story building in this game is just fantastic. Yes, yes. I, some of them, like I said, in my personal opinion, we didn't need some of them, but all of them still... I feel like we're done correctly and, and, and wonderfully. There's a point to every single scene in this game. So, and it's something I just want to bring this up right now. We can talk yeah. about it after, but something that everybody complains about is the length of this game. And I like, where yeah. do you cut? Where do you cut from this game? There's like one scene that I've said that you could cut. It's maybe 20 minutes. It's not going to, Dumb yeah. it down to less than 25 hours. But anyways, we'll get we'll get to that later. One of everybody's favorite games journalists was like, games are too long. And we all knew what he was talking about. It's like, come on, man. It's not, I mean, to me, it's not that it's too long. What got me was the whole Lord of the Rings 2 ending towards the end of the game. The fate the of black. End, black after black end, black after black end, after end. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I will give you, the, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But we'll, we'll get to that. So Abby, we're playing as Abby. Um, refresh my memory. Dad gets shot. She runs in. No, 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 no. The, the flashback's fine after the flashback. So after the flashback, you the stadium, you start right? at at the, the stadium burrito. at the burrito. Well, like you have to get to the oh, burrito, yeah, yeah, but yeah, you wake up in the library because yeah. uh, Manny wanted the room that what? he shares with hey, Abby. Hey, real fast, some real fast. Can we just say real quick how awesome Manny is? And I wish that we got a little we more Manny. So something I didn't realize is if you look back to when Abby walks in to find her father dead, the two people that are there are Owen and Manny. Okay. You just don't know it's Manny because he's shaved. He's fully shaved. And he looks so fucking different. And you're not even paying attention to him because the the big thing that your eye is drawn to is the dead body on the floor. And you look, you look, if you look at Manny, he's just staring at Abby and he's got this look on his face like, oh, shit. Like, I am so sorry <laughs> that yeah. this has happened to you. It's, it's so well done. The small touches in this 
The attention to detail. One of the big things for something we didn't even touch on in all of Ellie is Ellie collects comic book trading cards. Yes. Like, and the only reason we know that she likes comic books is from a detail in the first game. She's a super fucking nerd, right? Did you look at those cards? Did you look at those cards? I read every single card. Those are some cool fucking designs, man. The people at Naughty Dog who designed those, like, those are some cool designs. I was watching somebody else play through it. Know it all? I like know it all. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like, these all may be like developers, designers and stuff that are, who've worked on it because Neil Druckmann's one of the cards. Dr. Uckman is Neil Druckmann, right? So all these other people might actually be people that worked on the game. I haven't looked into it, but like that, that would be a really cool homage to like just the people who created the game. A nice way to put them in and, and like integrate them into the game that in a way that it just doesn't take away from anything. Right. So cool. Yeah. So they gave Ellie cards and then what did they give Abby? Coins. Coins. And it's because they touch on it the slightest bit. Her dad, they, her and her, her dad, dad is, is yeah, a coin collector. collector. But I'm like, it's that's like their thing together is the coins. Yeah. She finds that coin in the very in that first flashback, and he's like, "Oh shit, what year? That's a, that was a good year." Can like I go through yeah. everything yeah. and get every coin? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So so yeah. we're at we're at, the, <laughs> we're at the stadium, and we get an inner look into what the wolves kind of have built, which it's it's a very thriving community. They've got. Uh, hydroponics going on for veggies. They've got a whole se- like setup with dogs. Um, they've got a training facility that looks pretty fucking badass. Dude, like that, that's how she got shredded, right? She's okay, Ellie. She's not Ellie. Yoked. I'm sorry, Abby. Like, if you thought she it's was yoked. cool before, like they're showing off her arms. Oh my god! Like she's like I think she tells in one of the flashbacks, doesn't she tell uh, Owen like? Oh, I benched like 195 the other day. He's like, "No, you didn't." She's like, "Yeah." yeah. Like, no, you didn't. She probably weighs like 130, maybe 120. Bro, nah, dude, she's built like a truck. Well, in that flashback, she she didn't. Oh, in the flashback, yeah, yeah she, was, she didn't, like, she didn't weigh a lot. Out. But dude, built like a truck. But I do love with the flashbacks we get with Abby, paint a very good picture of why she's so buff. Like, yeah. it's very much trauma from her dad not being able to save him, not being able to do anything. Yep. Of like, listen. Like, if I'm going to be in this world, like, I have to be able to do something about it. And you know what? Abby, out of that whole group, she has a presence of, I'm a force to be reckoned with. Like, she's, we, we get a, a small little aside that she's the top scar killer. Yep. Um, And we get, so we got her, we got a Manny, and then uh, who was uh, Owen's girl? Mel. We got Mel. And yeah, but you before before that, like you, when you're walking around with Manny, you you go to get the burritos and stuff like that. Yeah. You meet Manny's dad, and you see that oh. he's like sick and he's like shaking like real bad. And it's like we got to get the medicine and all that stuff. And it's just, <sighs> I think I think Manny is one of those characters is one of the character deaths that I was very sad about. When Even they told, have, yeah, when they added a, his dad thing, yeah. I was like, oh, he's gonna die. 100%. You don't get a whole lot of time with him, but the time you do get with him is enough for you to build this emotional connection with him. And not not to mention the fact that he's really witty, and the stuff he says is like his one liners and stuff. Like he kind of like hits home, you know. Such a ladies man, typical right? Yeah, he's with, really? with, the, with the weather girl, with the science. You can totally, you can totally miss everything with the dad too. By the way, I went and I talked to the Jackson. Before 
like while that scene was happening, first time I totally missed it. Second time is when I saw the father. I was just like, oh, I definitely went the wrong way. Yeah. Okay, so we get through there. We're with Manny. Manny lets you know that Mel's coming with you. Abby's not a fan of Mel because Mel's with her man or her ex boo. It's Who? so complicated. Yeah. I yeah. do. That's one of the parts of the story that I don't like, but I understand has to be there. So we get this uh, this scene with them kind of traversing. Uh, they take off in a Humvee and immediately get attacked. And then we get our first bit of Abby's combat, Abby's skill tree, and her skill set. And it is built. It she is, is built for mayhem. Exactly. Up. She is built for, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Stealth? Stealth? What the fuck is stealth? Practice? 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 You want me to come to practice? We talk about practice? Yeah, we talk about practice. Abby's <laughs> all about getting in there and choking you till you can't breathe. So, like, this is a- another thing that I hear. Like, the gunplay in the game isn't great for, like, a third-person shooter. And if you're comparing it to something else, like a Gears of War, like, I get that for a third-person shooter. But like it's it's hard for the first fourteen hours. Once you get to Abby, it's just it's such a different game. There's like no recoil when she shoots a gun. There there's a proficiency that she has with a weapon that you can tell Abby doesn't have. And in the first game, you hear like Ellie, Ellie. oh yeah sorry yeah no, you're good, you're good, you're good. I got you I got um, you boo. In the first game, like the bad shooting is like always chalked up to. Yeah, these characters don't know how to use these weapons, so that's why there's so much drift. That's why there's this. No, the game, the game mechanics on a 2013 game aren't that great. Abby is like, a trained soldier. Exactly. They have they have a fucking shooting range in the stadium. Like she knows what she's doing. But not only that, like when you start using her combat abilities, like when you unlock the I forgot what it was, the fist, where if you knock someone out first. You oh, you, uh, momentum, momentum. momentum, bro! I was like, let's go. It's over. It's over, dude. I didn't do <laughs> stealth with her at all. I mean, a couple points with the infected, I was like, all right, I gotta be kind of quiet. But most of it, I was just like, who's here? Stand up. I didn't want to crouch. Yeah, as long as it's not one of the big dudes, you're good. Well, not. No, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The big guys when it comes to the infected, the the big old bubbly dudes. Shamblers. Yeah, as long, as long as it's not a shambler, like oh, it's all game. Shambler, yeah. a, a clicker? Uh, you want me to fist fight a clicker? Yeah, let's go. Hold my beer. Yo, how is it that she can build shivs, but they don't give Ellie the ability to build shivs? Well, because Ellie's crap she shiv. has a pocket knife. Yeah, but like she, can't. she she can't shiv a fucking clicker when it attacks her. To me. Yeah. What? Yeah, she can, yeah. Ellie. No. If a clicker grabs you as Ellie, oh, you're gotcha. done. Got you, got you. Yeah, with Ellie. As Abby, you can fight it off with a shiv. Well, I, I think that's also like attuned to like her playstyle, Abby's playstyle. Like she's a lot more buffer. Whereas Ellie, you look at Ellie, she's Ellie's lanky. Yeah. And then you look at Abby, Abby's got some muscles. So if a clicker grabs her, it's very realistic. Like I I very it much believe that Abby can be like, what's up? Huh? Judo throw, uh, stab <laughs> you in the throat in your dumbass fucking mushroom face. Yeah. No, I get so I get why she doesn't build uh build the shivs because she has a pocket knife, but she also can't just stab and fuck up her blade to the point where she can't remake it. Yeah, it's just to me, I get it. Like she should be able to. She's proficient enough 
against these clickers that she should be able to stab them. But it's a that's a game design yeah, that you it's to make her feel different than Abby. So let's skip ahead. We get we get time with Abby, Manny, and Mel. Uh I think it helps. It helps a lot to, to kind of let you know these these characters who you just killed. Um and then we get to the main base, the, the, the skyscraper. And then we get to what Nora, right? Nora, who's the medic? You see Nora first. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we meet Nora, and Nora, she lets you in on one of the big kind of reveals with Abby, and that's Owen shot one of their friends in the stomach. Danny. Owen shot Danny in the stomach. Abby doesn't believe it. Abby says, no, there's a reason. There's no way that Owen would just shoot one of our own who's a friend for nothing. And, you know, Nora explains it. And then Nora says, you got to go talk to Isaac. I didn't tell you any of this. I told you none of this. And we meet Isaac. And boy, does Isaac have a commanding presence. Isaac's can presence. I, go on. Can I, can I add something about Isaac? You yeah. get Jeffrey Wright in this game for a total of three minutes. That's between this scene and the next scene when they're yeah. in the eye. Why? Give me more of him. Oh, I want more backstory. It's so Isaac. good, though. Like the three minutes. Like, yeah, you want more. He commands you, his presence, but it's like, but like I wanted more of him. That might be pricing. It just <laughs> you know, he might be expensive. We can only no, afford no. three minutes of you. The, if the three minutes is all. If that's the three minutes he gives you, holy fuck, Dude, that's a awesome. great three minutes. The, awesome. But the two scenes he's in, wow, like com- he's believable. Talk, talk about commanding that presence. Like mm. he's scary. And I'm playing a video game. I don't know this. This is this person doesn't exist. Even blah. I'm like, uh, hey Abby, let's not fucking cross this guy, okay? Uh, let's just listen to what he has to say. He like, he doesn't he, like. He's almost like a Walter White, but a Walter yeah. White when he turns into Honeheim or whatever the guy's name is. Like he's got this Heisenberg. presence of Heisenberg. like, yeah, Heisenberg. He's got this presence of like, this man's the alpha. This man runs the show, and you know it. His face is so like blank. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, like I didn't I mean, even know you, it was him. him. Yeah, when you first meet him, he's in the room torching the shit out of a guy. Yeah. He's I you don't see it, but you can clearly tell that he's cut off a fucking uh Scar's dick or a Seraphite's dick in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, when so, I heard when I heard him talking, I was like, that's Jeffrey Wright. And I had to look up see, the cast and I was yeah. like, Bro, I heard on. it, but I couldn't see it. And so, I was just like it's kind of modeled after him, but it's also not. The face looks nothing like him. And I was like, huh. So we get that. We get with Isaac. We talk with Isaac. Uh, it's me or it's Isaac, Manny, Abby. And then we get done talking with Isaac and Abby's like, I- I'm, I got to go to Owen. I got to fucking find out like, like vouch for me or like, not vouch for me, but like, you know, like hold him up, do this, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and Manny's kind of like, you can't do that, man. Isaac's going to kill you, blah, blah. And Abby's kind of like, no, he won't. He needs me. He needs me for the raid on the island. Because we find out they're, they're going to raid the island that the Scars are on. And she's smart. She's like, no, he won't do anything to me. He needs me for this. So, like, I can get over there. I can get back before the morning. Because there's going to be this giant raid on the island. It's going to finally end. There was a ceasefire. You find out there was a ceasefire between the Scars and the Wolves. You know, like, both parties had had people that fucked it up this ceasefire, which escalated it. And now it's at a point where it's like, we either end them or they end us and we're going to do it. But, uh, so we get in there, we get that, we take off. Uh, Chris, you're still with us just as a heads up. Um, we take off and 
Our goal is to get to the aquarium. We need to talk with Owen. We have to find out what happened. Yeah. Take it, Mike. So, like, so the first thing you do is Manny helps you out of the encampment, right? And you're you're just sneaking through. There's little, very good, uh, like, play between the two characters, right? So you you can really tell in these scenes that Manny and uh, Abby have a have a very strong bond, like friendship. And you go into the room not knowing that it's that it's Manny's like little hideaway where he probably takes women to sleep with them. Hundred <laughs> percent, right? <laughs> that's that's definitely spoilers. Okay, I I, I don't know, but uh, you pick up a note. And I don't know if anybody has been able to like screen cap it, but I want to know what the entire note says. It's a love letter from somebody to him. And, and that's totally missable too, right? Um, so you get you get through there, you get down, and he helps you over the fence to get, get on your way to the aquarium. And from there, it's you get more alone time with Abby. Yeah. We get and a flashback this, as well, right? No, uh, it's more of a nightmare. So Abby's Abby's flashbacks, the first one is a flashback. The rest of them I took as nightmares. Oh, yes. Of reliving, yes. Of reliving oh, what happened. Her nightmares are like perfect. Yes. Those scenes are so... But what I'm talking about, when did we get the flashback with her in the aquarium with Owen? Yeah, we get, right. Well, we there, get two. That we is get there. Two. We get when they find it. And then so we, that is there too. I, I get totally the, skipped the, the over bow, that. The bow game where she's like, put me on that fucking board. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I think I'm skipping ahead. But anyways, go on, Mike. No, no. So yeah, you were right. Like I skipped over it. There's the the uh, the flashback where you and Owen are in the Ferris wheel. Uh, he jumps out. And even though you have a terrifying fear of heights and you get vertigo from it, you jump off to catch him. And you see the playful relationship that they have. But you also see that there there's something in Abby that she's it's just eating away at her. This revenge that she wants on Joel. Yeah. Right. So there's a scene. I believe it's like we there's a lead on where he is. And he goes, Isaac will never let you do it. He's already said we could. Yeah. And it's just like I, as much of a, a as much human like they humanize her in that scene. They also kind of drag you back to not liking her because it's just like she's she's willing and this doesn't happen with a lot of people but she's willing to give up everything she has with owen still at this point to go out to fight joel because owen's just like you know fucking let it go like it, it happened i know it's your father it's horrible and it's just like no this is this is what my life is until i've, I've seen it all the way through can i say something real quick Go ahead. Chris, you can go after me. I saw you go to speak as well. When they immediately put us into Abby, I'm not going to lie. I had this mode of like, I don't want to fucking play as Abby. I just spent, what, 10 hours hating Abby. I want to kill her. What the fuck? And I remember being really disheartened. I stopped playing the game for about a day. And then I hopped back into it. Well, I mean, they build us up. You're supposed to hate her. You but as do, I got right? into her playthrough... I just, this game is so special. This game is so fucking special. And we'll get more into that later. But I just want everyone listening to know that when I first got to playing as Abby, I was like, 
this is fucking bullshit. But I came around when they, with, with the, everything they give us with Abby, I was like, holy fuck. And it may not be the same for everybody, but it made the game that much better. Yes. And, and it took me out of my comfort zone. All right, Chris, go. It's yes and no. I, I I have such strong opinions about this. And like I get it that you you're supposed to want to come around to Abby, but you have this relationship with Ellie from the first game because there's an innocence with her. Even though you don't know what's gone on with Left if you haven't played the DLC, you don't know what happened in Left Behind and you don't know what kind of a character she is. But like there's this innocence of a 14-year-old girl that is being protected by someone who's not the best person in the world, right? And it eventually builds who she is. Um, and, like, to, for me, I never, uh, like, resonate with Abby. As much as I enjoy the story with her, and, like, yes, they are the same, but they don't end the same. Right? Right? I didn't want to resonate with Abby. I really didn't, but I did. And, and, and but you can't. I, you but, can't. She is such like, a but, fucking terrible person. No, like, she is. But 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 how is she any? Okay, okay. Let's listen. Hold on. Yes, We're gonna, yes. Let's stop this. Let's continue with the story, and then we'll get into this at the end because I have arguments for that. I have arguments. They're the same exact fucking character, Ellie and Abby. But we'll get to there. We'll get to there. Uh, we'll get to there. Same exact motivations and everything. This is very much like, what did it cost? Everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? With the fucking Infinity Gauntlet and everything. Um, okay, but so we got Abby. She's making her way over to the aquarium. She gets there. And we, we get our first scene with like with her and, and she finds Owen. And she's like, what the fuck? What happened? Like, if anybody's going to listen to Owen, it's Abby. Mike, let yeah. it go. Let it, let it go, Mike. This is this is the this is one of the worst, like not worst as in I don't like this scene. This is an irredeemable scene for Abby for me. So, like, yes, she listens to him. She finds Owen in the boat drunk, and she listens to him, and she's just like, you know what? Come back and we'll explain it to Isaac and everything will be okay. And he's like, No, he doesn't want to be a part of it anymore. Well, real quick, Isaac's explanation of what happened is heart-wrenching. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, because, but you don't know. You don't know what's gone on, right? Yeah. And you know, as Abby, she needs to find out whatever the, what everything's happened because Owen has been a part of her life for so yeah, long. Yeah, but you know she's going to give, like, you know from the start, she's giving Owen the benefit of the doubt. Absolutely. Like, if this were anybody else, they'd go in there to take Owen down. But you, I 100% know from the beginning of her and, like, from the beginning of Manny showing it, showing her his sex den to let her down. How many sex dens do you have is one of my favorite quotes in the game. Oh, um, it's wonderful. Right. Wonderful. Manny just Manny's just like <laughs> so good. Even though Manny spits on Joel's dead body. Yeah. Like he you completely forget about that when you meet him originally, right? Mm -hmm. And you're just like, this guy, this guy fucks, right? Yeah. I want I want to I want to know about Manny. 100% <laughs> I want to know about but, <laughs> like Manny, right? But like you know Abby being the one to go find Owen is the one person who's going to listen, hear him out. What happened? So, so like, what ends up happening is like they have this back and forth, 
they do all this. The uh, Owen spits it back in her face, like there's a lead kind of thing where she says Santa it Barbara in the flashback. The fireflies. Yeah. Yeah, the whole the Santa Barbara for the fireflies. That was her response with Joel, right? And she's just she's at a point where it's like I think she just wants to stay and and be comfortable with the wolves, right? Yeah, she's committed. And then there's the whole there's the whole fight, which turns into a sex scene, and this is what is irredeemable for me. And this is just my like myself where. Owen is with Mel and she's fucking pregnant. Yeah. And like, yeah, you're drunk, whatever. And yeah, this is post-apocalyptic, but you don't do this. Owen's a piece of shit, but Abby's also a piece of shit in this because she doesn't care about Mel. And yeah, they're, they're not friends, but there's, there's something there that you shouldn't be fucking with. And yeah, you have a, you have a past and whatnot, but you ruin that past to get your revenge. And like now you have no idea what to do with yourself. And what do you do? You just go and ruin someone else's life? Like, come on. I definitely saw that, that there's definitely a point in there where uh like they there's still tension between them. There's still something between them. There is definitely still something. They still have a, a connection, but like she ruined that. When she yeah spent her life going towards uh, going towards getting revenge on Joel DJ Crispy, I got your message, baby. Chris, real quick before we switch to just me and low key, what do you got to say about this? Give me your your anything without giving away what low key Mike and I are going to talk about. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, yes. I call yeah. I called it the bad boys too of video games. We're in fucking Cuba now? <laughs> now we're in Cuba? What? Look how buff I look. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I love Death Stranding. There's nothing wrong with Death Stranding. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I don't think so, but but like Mike and I will get into that. I got thoughts on that. I thought that scene was so well crafted, but uh, but Chris, I just want you to know that I love you. Thank you so much for coming with us, guys. We are going to take a small break, and we'll be right back. Go. See, so just all in all, like what happens in be- between these two characters in this scene is just makes both of them irredeemable, regardless of what happens in the in the rest of the game. Like yeah. it's, it's just for me personally, like cheating's just not a thing yeah. that happens. So like, 
And I know that they're in a post-apocalyptic world. Nobody's married. Nobody's anything. But Mel is carrying Owen's child. And, like, they go about and just destroy a relationship between Owen and Mel. Just for, like, a spark of what they used to have. It's very much a, a scene of, like, passion in the moment. Yeah. It almost, uh, it almost seems, like, very aggressive to me as well. Oh, I yeah, it's totally aggressive. Like, the it's, way it's done is, like, it's a hate fuck. <laughs> I, fu- yeah, I fucking hate this? No. It's definitely <laughs> yeah, a hate fuck. It's 100% yeah. a hate fuck. Uh, yeah, that scene was, like, it did seem like we didn't need it. I, I get why they did it. But at the same time, it's like, why? I like I like it just because it makes me not side with Abby, right? Like, yeah. As as much as she is not, it's dual protagonist in this. It's not a protagonist and an antagonist. Yeah. It it gives me that reason to not like her more, as more than well, what Ellie's done. Well, it leads her to have a a, a, a crisis of conscience, yes. and she oh we oh my god we glossed over one of the best scenes. Clipper weans. Is that here? I thought that was later in day nope. two. We glossed over it because she goes over there. Remember, she she so she gets caught. No, she because gets... this is this is her originally going there, and then she leaves and gets leaves captured. Me. I thought I thought she she left to go back to save the two. Okay, yeah, you're right. So yeah, yeah. but like she leaves those two by yeah. themselves, and so yeah, she leaves the whole Nev... Clipper wings. And Nev's sister, which we get at at some point, Abby gets captured. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she's being hung. And they bring in, what was Nev's sister's name? It's Yara and Lev. They bring Yara? Yara, yeah. So Yara Yara runs in. in. And they hammer the fuck out of her arms. They clip her One of her arms. And then Nev comes in, kills one of the dudes. We get this really cool scene of Nev saving her sister. It's Lev. Lev, (laughs) Lev. Lev. Lev saving her sister, saving his sister. Yeah. And um Abby's just there hanging, about to die. And Lev's sister says, cut her down. Yeah. They cut her down. We get the scene of her, of them escaping, they're getting through. We get a really awesome, like another run type scene. Yeah. Fighting in between. And then so Abby leaves them in like a, a single wide like business unit, mobile home, mobile unit goes to Owen, gets done with all that shit, has a crisis of conscience and then goes back to where they're at saying, I, I can't leave them. I can't yeah. leave them. They saved me. Like I, I, I can't in good conscience, leave them goes back. Uh, that fight took me three or four times just to get to them. Cause those, for whatever, whatever reason, those scars were like fucking like they're on the you. Way, yeah, they're on you quick. So yeah. then you get to them and you're like, like you get to Lev and, her, Lev and his sister and you see that she's having complications with the arm. So you get out of there, you take him back to the aquarium where Mel is at now. Yep. And you're like, Mel, can you save him? Mel gives you a list of things you need from the hospital. You you get take that list to the hospital. You meet up with Nora because all this is taking place before like Ellie is met up with some of these characters. So we're getting, we're sort of, we took a, a little blast of the past and we're catching up. We're playing catch up, but where Abby was during all this time, we're playing catch up. 
Yeah, you're so, also the way to get to Nora is the way that the scar would sky take, bridges, right? The, the sky, sky bridges, bridges. yeah, which was a really fun part. The battles that the fights they were fun. Uh, the dialogue between Lev and Abby was yeah. really good, and yeah. we get that really awesome scene with them falling right into the pool. <laughs> so, there's two things that I did here. One was I paused because I was talking to somebody in my chat. And when I unpaused, I guess my analog stick was slightly to the right. And she just full on jumped off. I got and one it, fall. I did get one death of her over it. And I was like, what the fuck? She's like, bah! <laughs> there's another scene where like you can go to just this platform and it's got a bunch of parts for upgrades. Right. And it's just wide open. So I'm like. I gotta, I gotta try this, and I just fell right off because I did. I'm like, they gotta put invisible walls or something yeah. here, right? So I fell right nope. off. No, it was wonderful. I like how open it is, and like, like we were talking about earlier, the amount of different death scenes because yes. there's, there's ways that you can get Abby to jump, like right in the first day uh, when you have to throw the rope down to get into an uh, a room. If you jump down, she just thuds onto the floor, but from these skyscrapers, she falls. And there's no, you don't hear an ending. It's no, well, just, yeah, because it's really cloudy, so you actually like lose sight of her. <laughs> oh yeah, she's just gone, <laughs> right? So, so, so we go through all that. We go through the sky bridges. We get to Nora. Mm-hmm. Nora's like, "Dude, what the fuck are you doing?" Blah blah blah. I think she gets yeah. captured at a point. So, yes, there's a small gap here where my wife was saying something to me, and I was paying attention to her, and all of a sudden Nora was talking to Abby. So I'm assuming Abby got like they got wise to what she was doing. So what happened was she's uh, she tells Lev to stay back. So Lev does. She yes. swims up. Uh, you talk to them saying, oh, you know, Isaac sent me here to do whatever. And you pet bear. You pet bear. You pet bear who dies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You then you then tell them that you need to go see Nora. And halfway there, they ca- they they're like, oh, you know. Uh, we got word from Isaac that you're a wall, yeah. and they capture you and and put you aside, and Nora lets you out because Nora is so. There's a a whole reoccurring thing of eight of these people that were all in the room when Joel died are all uh, fireflies. Nora is one of these people, right? They're they're friends. They're they're yes. tight. We're, they're it's safe to assume tight. that they're they're all like for each other. Before it comes, the wolves. Before the they're, wolves, they're called. Isaac refers to them as the Salt Lake Eight, yeah, with, because they all came from uh, Salt Lake City, uh, from where uh, the whole shit happened with Abby's dad. Yeah. But anyways, Nora lets you out, and then what you're there for is the the medical kit to help cut off Yara's arm. Yes, and and that's when you go down, and this is. I feel bad, but Chris really wanted to talk about yeah, this. This is the Rat King. This is the Rat King. Oh my god. This, this fight took, was intense. This took me a while because on almost all of them, like the first time you well, not the first time you fight a bloater, but as older Ellie, I didn't understand. Like I still couldn't get it because the way you fight a bloater in the first one is you shoot off five points and it, it goes down or you set it on fire. You just unload on things. I feel yeah. I thought like that's a missed opportunity, even though, like to to show how good the shooting actually is to like pinpoint spots. But like, it's still a good fight. 
Believe it or not, I did this in one try. Nice. Yeah, I screamed a lot. Like My poor wife was there, and she was watching. We have a mirror right here. She was watching through the mirror, that mirror right there. Yeah. And I, I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like every like five or so minutes, because uh, like if you go after you kill the rat king, if you go explore, that area is very big. Yeah. And it's set up for a lot of walls for the rat king to break through. Yeah. And I didn't even I, I kept in that first little circle. Yeah, you can just go around the pillar yeah. and completely yeah. low. I, I I kept in that little circle, uh, used a lot of my bombs, stuff like that, shotgun, incinerary rounds, which are fucking awesome, by the way. Yes. Um, it it is a long fight. It's probably I would dare to say that's like the longest fight in the game with one particular enemy. Yes. Absolutely. It's probably my favorite fight in the game, just of how it made me feel. But uh yeah, you defeat the Rat King, and then <laughs> you get to fight runners. <laughs> it's it's such a great it's such a great part from point A to point B or point A to point B yeah. in that specific point. Because it's, it's so much action and so good. It's not incredibly hard until you get to the Rat King. And after that, like they give you the tools to succeed. But it's a very great, tense, very action-oriented like bit of the game that I really, really enjoyed. Other than going to the island. Yes, the island. I would say the island's the best. The, the one-on-one fight at the island for me is better than this. Oh but my that's God. just because it's so gr- grotesque. Yeah. Uh, but like this fight, it took me four or five tries because like I said, I don't, in my mind, just unloading all your ammo into something shouldn't be the way to fully take something out. What you should, it should be some sort of skill. But all you do is you like, you unload your your shotgun. You unload your incendiary shotgun. You unload your pistol. It, at that point, I had the flamethrower. I unloaded 100 flamethrower a- ammo into it. I found 25 more. It didn't even take it down to the the point where the stalker runs off. And I've, I've watched a bit of it as well, where you can kind of just unload uh, pipe bombs on it if you have them. And it splits after four, uh, and then it's like four more hits, and you can you can take it down super easily. But Dude, there's so it, many when different it, when ways. It out a, when it threw out a clicker, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, the stalker. It's already hard enough as it is. No, it threw out a clicker. At one point, it threw out an actual. It sto- no, it's a stalker because oh, if, you, okay. if you press, you never see it. Well, that freaked the fuck out of me. I was like, "What the fuck?" I think I yeah. I, I, I threw down a bomb. I threw. I, I mean, I immediately used a, well. I used up one of my like pipe bombs. Yeah. Uh, I used up all of my incinerary rounds for the shotgun. I, I sort of got, by the end of it was done, all I had was like two pistol rounds left. Yeah. You you really exhaust everything you have in this yeah. fight. Yeah. But uh, I feel like even with exhausting it, like, like in the next like couple small areas, like it gives you back a lot of your shit. I feel like it yes. was never, I, well, I also played it on just normal. Like I, I'm just very much, moderate. Yeah. I'm at an age now where it's like, I want to get through the game. I want to feel like a God, but I want to enjoy the game as well. And yeah. I've got a family. I got a wife. I got kids. Like I don't have all the time in the world just to play video games. So I want to play it as fun as possible. And as quick as possible. If it's something I really enjoy. Yeah. That wrecking fight was really fun. I had a it good was. time. in it. And so but, like just for, just for difficulty stand, uh, standpoint, when you do put it on a lighter difficulty, it eventually gives you an aim assist that almost breaks the game for me. And I understand why people would need it, but for anyone that 
doesn't have a problem playing it, they shouldn't be using this just because it it kind of takes away the urgency of ammunition. Like yeah. it'll it'll instantly aim to their body and lock you into their body. And if you just tip a little bit to the head, it'll instantly aim to the head. And it's not a surefire thing when they're moving, but it is when they're not, when they're when they're stationary. Yeah. So like that's that's a little bit I only did that when I did my platinum cleanup. But yeah, it's just it's phenomenal. That that um, fight was great. So we get the kit, we head back to the aquarium. Uh what's the sister's name again? Yara. Yara gets her arm cut off. Yara's fine. Yara and yet Lev yes. are fighting. Lev wants to go back to the island to get the mom to get their mom, who's a devout scar. And then we get we get to get on a boat. Now there's the scene in between. Oh no. Oh, oh wow. I almost just passed one of the key points. Tommy. We fight Tommy. Holy shit. That doesn't what? happen yet. That, that still hasn't happened yet. Well, yeah, so yeah, but you cut but off we, her arm and then you split off and you're with Manny at some yeah. point later. I think that's day three, Seattle, and we're still technically on day two. Well, because you're trying to get a boat to go back to the island to stop yes. Lev. But we get to fight Tommy. It's a really great fight. And mm. Yara saves our ass in the end of it. Yes. By stabbing Tommy like in the side, and then you chuck his ass into the ocean. <laughs> And like, she sort of like Spartan kicks his ass in the ocean through like the 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 wooden guard. And uh, like we said before, there's no time to mourn in in one of these scenes where nope. where Manny is just brutally taken mm-hmm. out, and it's so fast. Yeah, it's just like it's oh my god, what what just happened? No, yeah. not Manny. First, uh, the first time you see Manny is like, I hope I fucking kill this guy. And at this scene, you're like, not many. No, not many. many. He was the best of all of us. Fucking Abby, right? Just give us Manny to play with. So uh, then, uh, so we take care of Tommy. We get on a boat. We head onto the island, which is a a smaller island where the space needle's at, of all places. Um, where we're trying to find Lev. We're with Yara. We get a lot of really, really fun, cool scenes. Like you get to see where the scars live, and it's very primitive. And it's the one true place other than with Ellie and the girl with the Vita where we could have got stealth water kills. Yeah. So um, like the, the whole, this whole open area is great because you, you're introduced to more stealth or Abby. Uh, like you can jump into cornfields and all that stuff. And another really cool part, which I skimmed over the first time, but the second time I played it, you, you notice that with the scar, they you're right they're very primitive but they also the only the only tech that they use is guns and they mention it in some of the backstory where it's like uh that's the only point in the entire game where they make an exception on using technology it's uh is the army is their army yeah the rest of it's just you get that good line. She she says that line like, "Oh, well, they make exceptions like for soldiers." Yeah. yeah, which is that was great. I love that because it's like story building, and you're just like, "This makes sense." Like, of course well, they're yeah. going to use weaponry, right? Well, you also get a, get somewhere in Abby's storyline. You also get a like Isaac inadvertently made a martyr and started the scars. Yes. So we know the scars are a byproduct of of someone Isaac killed who was in, influential. But, mm-hmm. uh, like, I, 
being in on the island was probably one of like the top three like hour to two hours of the game where I was like, yeah, this is this is fucking dope. A lot of people complain about this part where they're like, oh, it's too long. It's too long. It It's story building on what the actual antagonist for the yeah. two characters are, well, right? Because this is a shared enemy. Characters. We get some of the best scenes in the island. I would say yeah. like top five scenes, we get at least two of them on the island. Yeah. Of just some of the most, and we get some awesome gameplay as well, where we get, like we're going through, we're going through, we finally find Lev who is inadvertently killed their mom yeah. because the mom tried to kill them. And like once again, nobody gets any time to mourn. We find Lev. Lev has maybe been there for a couple hours, just sitting in a corner. And it's immediately like, come on, we got to go. We got to go. We got to yeah. go. We get Lev. We get out of there. We're trying to stealthily get to some boats while the, while the wolves attack the Scars Island. And it's a full-on attack. This is war. Yeah, we're we're in an active war zone at this point, and we get to a, a spot where wolves descend on the three of us, and they shoot uh, Yara, and obviously Lev takes it hard. But now here comes Isaac. Isaac happens to be there. It's like this is the second scene we get with Isaac of his three minutes, where you're like, yeah. "Holy fuck, dude!" Like Isaac tells you oh. straight up, "You got three seconds." Why are you with the scar? You got three. And like, Abby's trying to say like, you know, you don't understand. Like, you don't understand trying to explain it. And Isaac's like, you got three seconds. One, two, what happens? Yara says, fuck you. I'm not dead yet. Boom, shoots Isaac. And it starts this whole scene where you're like, bam, bam, bam. You take out the, the other wolves. And then it just dissolves into madness. And you trying to escape. You got to fight more scars. And it's like this, this brilliant scene of, there's a small point where you're actively fighting wolves and it gets a little slow because you have to defeat them and then from there it's like go 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 like one of the uh one of the better scenes for character building between abby and lev is right after that so like she shoots she shoots isaac and you don't technically know that isaac's dead but you also see all the wolves just unload onto yara after she shot him and they both like jump into the window and hide and uh, Lev goes, your people just killed my sister or whatever. And she and Abby goes, you're my people. Oh, and my that's God. that's a great scene for Abby. And, and for me, like, I get it. It's like, oh, yeah, this is this is supposed to be an endearing spot. But Abby's still such a terrible character for me. And I don't mean like oh, no. she's she, she's not she, she's irredeemable. She's a great actual written character and well played all of that. I just I cannot even regardless of who Lev is because in any other scene I wanted to bring this up before when we talked about this. If she comes across Yara uh Yara and Lev in any other circumstance, she shoots on sight because that's what wolves do. They kill Scar left, right, and center because they don't even know if these people are chil- like children anymore, if they're uh, like scout teams, if they're soldiers. They just shoot on sight. So, like, yeah, she she helps these two uh, Seraphites on their way, uh, on like, and on their way out of this horrible situation. But she does it to survive. She doesn't yeah, do it that, for any other way. No, it's because of Owen that she changes. 
Yeah. Owen, I mean, Owen tells her multiple times, like, I'm tired. Like, I... Like, he, he, I hit this scar in the head hard, and he but, looked at me and was like, he's been yeah, tired, I'm ready. He's been tired of this fight for so long. Like, yeah. like, he's... It's been a while that he's checked out, and he knows. I think once he found the aquarium and he got his own space, like, he realized, like, this is a... Nobody wins in this fight. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants winning. to... He wants to be a part of the Firefly again. And when he gets a lead, like that's yeah. that's his goal. But and he's it, it, like it's a shining light of Owen in a a bad character. Everybody's I, I, shit in this world. Oh no, yeah, 100 percent Like there's yeah. this this is a very 100 percent flawed world. Mm-hmm. There are no perfect characters in this world. No. And it's built to be that way. But yep. now we're on this chase. We're on this run. Oh, not a chase. We're on this run. We're trying to <laughs> yeah, run. Together. We're fighting fireflies. We're fighting uh, scars. And we get one of the most awesome fights in the whole game. Other than the very end. Yeah. We get to fight this scar brute who just doesn't want to fucking go down. Oh. And it is. It's gruesome, man. Oh. But it's like. It's such a badass fight. Yeah. And it what it ends in, obviously the scar dies, you and like Lev saves you essentially with yeah. her arrow or with his arrows. <clears throat> you get out of there, you get on a boat on a rowboat of all things, and you row your happy asses fucking out of there. Yeah. And the last thing you see is scars and firefly or sorry, scars and wolves fighting each other while the dock is on fire. It's a really great ending scene. And then you get back to the aquarium. And everybody's gone. Oh, my God. And it's like watching Abby find her friends dead. Especially Owen and Mel. Knowing that Mel's pregnant is such a... It's just as heart-wrenching as it was to watch Ellie realize come to the realization that Mel was pregnant. Yeah. But Ellie fucked up. One fatal flaw has happened. Her map dropped on her way out. And Abby knows where they're at. And we get, was it Nev, right? Nell? Lev. Lev, wow. We get Lev and and Abby taken off to the theater. (sighs) Listen, we get one of the best fights in the whole game. This flipped the script for me. I looked, I, I, so you, you finally get the scene, you catch up. You're now concurrent with Ellie and Abby. You find out Nev is there with them, with the whole Tommy situation, with Jesse, Dinah, all them. And you, and, and, and you get to watch Abby and Ellie duke it out. Now, I, my wife was laying on the bed watching. I look at her and goes, I go like this. I don't. I have to fucking fight Ellie as the last boss. Yeah. In those words, exactly in that tone. Like, what the fuck? You do that whole fight, which, by the way, is in multi is in two parts, right? Yeah. The first part, I died three times before I got it figured out. The second part, I died three times before I got it figured out. And the second part, she's laying down traps. It was such a like that fight was so brilliant. Listen, as much as you don't want to fight Ellie, that whole scene like is so intricate 
and so brilliant. And that fight, the way it plays out, it's so good until, and I'll give you this, Mike, you get to the end of it. And Abby's about, Abby's basically got Dinah. She's about to kill Dinah. Ellie's like, stop, she's pregnant. Abby has this look like, well, so was fucking Mel. And then Lev comes in and says, Abby. And Abby stops. And this yeah. is the point you realize that Lev is Abby's conscious at this point. You realize, and this might not be for you, Mike, but I realized at this point that Abby has gone, has done so much to assure that Lev survives and sees a future in Lev that she is willing to stop what she was doing on Lev's response to it in order to not lose face. And I'm not going to lie. I was a little disappointed. Yes. But at the same time, I understood it too. And I understand how people wouldn't. And I understand why people would be mad with that scene. But I get it as well because you just spent all this time making sure that Lev and her sister, who just died, survived. And Abby had this, she had this shift of conscience, you know? She's like been here before. I, I get that. But right? with Joel. With Lev, though. Yeah. Like, with the whole saving Lev and going so far out of her way to make sure Lev survives and building this, this camaraderie, this link with Lev, Lev has now become her conscience. Yep. And when Lev goes, Abby, we like Abby, like Don't, yeah. Abby's kind of like, fuck, like, oh, they take off. It's it's difficult. So basically, what happened to me? There's a lot of self in very slim moments. There's a lot of self reflection yeah. in these final scenes. So with Abby, when she has the knife to uh, Dina's neck, and Lev says, "Don't." She's basically realizing that she's in the exact same situation that she was with Joel. Yeah. And when when she looked, if you look back and you look towards everything that's happened after what happened with Joel happened, you realize this isn't going to do anything. Right. Yes. So she basically yep. tells she, at that point, she puts like she lets Dina go and she tells uh, Ellie. Uh, don't let don't ever let me see you again. Yeah. Right. And then Lev and her leave and they go off to find the fireflies and you're left a bloody mess. Uh, Dean is left a bloody mess. <laughs> like everybody's just it's a defeated moment and it's yeah. so well done. Like you feel after you were the one who fucking did this and you feel like you've lost in this situation. And yeah, it's, but, it's great. But then we get to the next, it, it cuts to what, years, two years later? I, so the way later? that it works, the way that it just, as you know, uh, Dina's probably about a couple weeks pregnant. Or at least, at I, I would say we're at least two years through. Because JJ oh, yeah. looked about a year and a half. Yeah, well, like, just by, like, function of this baby alone, a, a year and a half to two years old. Right. So that would probably be three years from that moment. Right. And yeah, you just, you, you get to the farmhouse, you, you kind of see this life that could be happy for Ellie until Tommy shows up. Right. Yeah. Like the tone of this game is revenge, but the tone of this yeah. game is also revenge takes everything from you. Absolutely. Um, if Abby didn't have Lev, it would have taken everything from her because she would have had nowhere to go. She would have had no one to be with her. 
at this point she she'd killed other wolves and you get the undertone and yeah tommy appears and you, you get the idea that dinah and ellie have a really nice life yeah. a really quiet nice life but it, it's it's what Ellie wanted, right? Farmhouse. Th- there's a scene in the it's beginning. What Dina wanted, yeah, but Dina talks about what she wants. I don't know. A farmhouse. She wants farm. a farmhouse away from Jackson, is what she says. And they have it. Mm-hmm. Ellie has it. Like she has a life with Dina. They've they've got a kid essentially. Yep. And then Tommy shows up. I've got a lead. A guy who came and traded said that he saw someone who matched Abby's description. Tommy at this point is really fucked up. He's an old man. His This is his... not something you think that happened yeah. though, right? Because when when you leave Tommy, Tommy's been shot in the fucking head, right? And it grit and you like you kind of see that it grazes him, but it looks like he's fucking yeah, dead, right? But you see Tommy's life is unraveled. Oh yeah. He's no longer with what was it? Maria. Uh, Maria. He's no longer with Maria. He he states like we chose well, we're taking a break, blah blah blah. Revenge has consumed him. Yep. Revenge and now has eaten away his entire life. And like now you, Abby's and, and now Ellie. He's, he's come to Ellie. Yeah. And he says, I know where she's at. She's around this area. Like, I can't do it. I need you to do it. And Dino, in one of the best character like scenes in the game, goes, we have a life. Like, we're done with this. And then Tommy goes to leave. And Dino goes out there and shoots his ass out. Yeah. But you get one of, a lot of these wonderful scenes with like Ellie and Dinah like kind of living their life, being the like a couple, being cute, like, and you get also a scene of Ellie's PTSD. Yeah, you do get that as well. And you realize just how broken Ellie is. Yeah. And you really understand that Dinah is 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 a band-aid that's keeping Ellie together in a sense. It's a butterfly band-aid on a really deep cut. So Tommy leaves. You're sleeping. You wake up in the middle of the night and you start to get dressed and she's got her pack done. You know, she's ready to go. And Dinah comes down and one of, and it has to be one of the most like gut wrenching scenes in the whole game. It's like, this is so hard. This like, is so hard to like, watch. I thought we were past this. Like we have a, I can't do this again. Like if you leave, like we won't be here for you. And Ellie leaves. And it's so hard to watch. Cause it's like, you've got the dream. You've got the dream. Like you're with someone you love. You've got a child that you love. You've got a, a life that you, that is what you wanted, but she still leaves. It's a hard, especially there's so many reflections on, uh, on days one, two, and three in Seattle, where at, at a certain point, Ellie is okay with leaving until yeah. uh, leaving her to live. Right. Dina is the most important thing. She needs to get back. Her health is the most important. And after Abby comes back and kills Jesse and and wounds Tommy, that again changes her changes her opinions on all of yeah. this, right? And she's she's still consumed with all of this hatred for the the person who took her father figure from from her. And as much as you fucking, it, it's gut wrenching. You should understand why Ellie wants to leave, right? So that's that's what yeah. I took out I of mean, that. I mean, she didn't finish her mission. No, but here's where 
like the game gets really real in the whole point of like what did it cost yeah everything ellie takes off but we also get we get the scene with uh with abby and lev and it's like yep. they're in they're in santa barbara they're doing their thing this this is a rough scene it is is okay but we get one of the best scenes as well so we get them they're searching some houses they they have a lead on a house they find a firefly like underground base they find that there are fireflies on, on fireflies on Catalina Island, and then they get out and they get ambushed. And Lev gets knocked out in the most beautiful knockout. Oh. She gets hit. Oh, you know what? I can't no, even say it's it. Right. It's so bad. But much she's knocked like, into the like, next fucking gets, universe. Not only does she gets hit, she flies, boom, hits the garage and goes down. And what only like way I can explain it is the way Ray Rice knocked out his girlfriend in that elevator video, like. Holy fucking shit. She gets, I have never seen a character in anything, movie, video game, TV show, get knocked the fuck out like she did. Fist yeah. in the face, flies, neck creaks on the garage door, done. Yeah. Done. That this garage is never coming back. <laughs> that garage door deserves half the credit for that knockout. <laughs> And that then, scene is so good. I love that. Have you seen any of the memes or like the 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 gifts for not, it? It's hilarious. When it happened, my wife like once again was on the bed next to me. I go, she just got knocked the fuck out. My wife was not watching <laughs> anything. I, I I hope it's been gift because it is one of the most brutal it is knockouts I have ever seen in video game history. And oh, then Abby yeah. gets knocked out, and then we cut to Ellie at the boat that abby and lev took to get to santa barbara and now we're on ellie we're searching by the way it was very much so much fun killing that clicker on top of that roof because <laughs> it was like fucking shooting fish in a barrel i'm like what are you on the <laughs> roof idiot tat 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 you're done son this was like the last difficult spot for me oh. where you go into the house two shamblers two clickers a, a couple runners and just like this is fucking ridiculous this is all close quarters what but, am i supposed to do this is also when the game goes bad boys 2 and now we're in cuba when we thought the movie ended 30 minutes ago so like this for you say bad boys 2 this is my for ellie this is my diehard scene she gets caught in a trap she gets shivved by a tree oh God, she gets she gets bit by a clicker in order to kill a man. Uh, that, she know one of the best deaths you've ever seen. It was awesome. And then she fucking like takes out this big the guy who fucking knocked Lev into the next millennia. Dude, she took out the guy from Sons of Anarchy, the bigger dude with the curly yeah. hair. Bobby from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. She shoots him in the leg twice, and then she kills him and goes on a rampage of just killing everyone in order to get to abby how powerful did you feel with that silenced smg so uh, that is like my least favorite gun for her You're just because hey mike i i don't know i like i like precision and there's not much oh it's like da, 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 da. the first three guys you run into that are killing the escape slave i was like brah, brah, brah. oh my god i'm a fucking it god feels, it feels great but after you go brah, 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 you're in ammo <laughs> yeah. and it's like oh shit this yeah, is great but i gotta find more so much ammo though 
And then you get to one of the best parts. You go through there, you get through train station, you get to the main compound and you get to unleash infected and clickers on these idiots. And it's so good. It's so I good. I did that in the first area. I didn't know that there were two more in the next yeah. section. I, so left I, I did it. I did it on the first one. And then I left it on the second one. And I saw that they were making a bunch of noise. So I just took them out. I felt like this felt like, like I said, like Die Hard. You just go in and fucking kill everyone. And everyone's after you. These people have like helmets to keep them from dying from headshots. They have fucking, they're just, they're an unstoppable team. And Ellie just goes in gangbusters, taking fucking people out left, right, and center. I was shooting people's legs off and listening to them scream to death. And oh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's another detail in this game that I absolutely love. Oh, like screams, people yeah, just here. stop what they do. I like, you'd think, oh, they lost an arm. Let me just shoot with no. my other arm. No, they scream in terror. Yeah. It's eerie. It's very eerie to hear. Mm-hmm. But then you get through there, you get through all these dudes, you rescue like the prisoners, the slaves basically. Yeah. And, and they pull guns on you and you're like, whoa, what the fuck? What, what? And they're like, hold on, hold on. They're like, what's up? And you're like, where's Abby? <laughs> and like, she's down by the beach on the pillars. You can't miss it. Mike, we get now we're at the end. We found Abby. We get there. We find her. She is a shell of the woman that she was. I thought that this this is where they're going to pull their you don't get your your ending that you want. Because you see these people on these pillars and you've seen it. You've seen them hung before with their intestines hanging out. I thought Abby was going to be dead with her intestines hanging out and Lev too. Nope. But no, not they've been, at all. They've been left basically to the elements, which yeah. is the sun. You, so you rescue... You essentially rescue Abby. Abby goes over to Lev, rescues Lev. They're both still alive, fucking barely. Yeah. Um, Abby says, follow me. We've got some boats. Boats are over. Yeah, boats are over here. So you go over there. Mike, I really wanted a scene where just Ellie said, it's done. It's done. Like, I mean, you, you get it. You, you've Eventually. suffered. You've <laughs> suffered. And when she when she has the flashback of Joel bleeding, dying, I was like, "Oh no!" I can safely say that that last fight with Abby is so one sided. It was the first boss fight I've ever fought, where I honestly like that's enough. We can stop. We can stop. Yeah. When when Abby goes down the first time on her knee. I didn't touch her. I said, no, there's no way they're going to make me do this. I stopped. I just stood back. I said, it's going to end. No, there's no way. She gets up and you have to continue. I remember in, in, internally be like, I don't want this. Yes. I don't, I don't want this. I. It's not that it had nothing to do with story. It was like, at this point, Abby's such a shell of what she was, but she's still willing to fight. I, I don't want this. And I, I was watching it like, please just like stop. Please, please. Abby's I, Abby's not willing to fight. No, just and it so, was, so it's just so we're clear. She doesn't. It, the only reason she fights is because you put a knife to Lev's yeah. throat, and then she does a piss poor job of fighting you. But in thirty five years of me in this world, and I would say, you know, like twenty five years of playing video games, is the first time I was like, like, don't make me do this, please. Yeah, this was 
This was a lot. And I, lo- I personally love how it ends. Yeah, and with the flashback. So there's the flashback of the porch, of Joel on a porch, and you don't know this scene yet, right? You don't know what has happened here yet, but you just see him. And in this moment is where I think, uh, before like we know what happens, is like she's reflecting that uh, Joel did this joel lived this life of revenge and killing everybody and look where it got him this is my chance to be better and like it's joel like everybody says abby and ellie reflect each other abby and joel reflect each other because abby has already made the poor decisions and needs to find a reason to live which joel has found joel uh Abby or Ellie to Joel is Lev to Abby, right? So they're yeah. basically the same person in my books. And then Ellie gets to that that point as well, where it's just like, I can't, I, I have to be better, right? I can't, I can't just continue this chaos because what says that Lev doesn't come after me? If yeah. and like, yeah, she probably if if she was cold enough to kill Abby in that scene, she's cold enough to kill Lev as well. Yeah. If you don't, that just restarts this cycle of revenge again. That flashback where Joel says, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Absolutely. And and that's what stops her from killing Abby. Yeah. But it's like that whole fight is so, it's so hard to do. It's the only boss fight, last boss fight I've ever been in, in any game where I've been like, I don't want to do this. Like, please, please don't make me do this. The best thing about this game, or one of the best things about this game, is it gives you these fights that you don't want to win. When you fight Ellie as Abby, you don't want to win. When you fight when you fight Abby as Ellie, you don't want to win. Well, especially right? how Abby looks. Abby is a. I mean, like when I say a show of a per, of what she was, I mean that. Abby, yeah, her body has eaten all the muscle off of it. She is a shell of what she was, but she's still will go to protect Lev. Like her first yep. thing gets down, she immediately gets up and goes straight to Lev. Yep. And, and it's and then you get this scene with Ellie, this fight. Ellie stops and Ellie just says, like she's kneeling in the water. She's like, go, just go. And yeah. She's crying. And Abby gets in the boat and takes off. And then we get like this isn't a game Nobody wins in this game. This no. ending is not a good ending. And there's no such thing as a good ending or a bad ending. This is the ending. Yeah. Nobody the nobody wins. The only people that realistically win are Abby and Lev. Because we get that little end credits. Your your start screen changes to that boat on Catalina Island. Yep. So if you really want to get down to the nitty-gritty, Abby wins. Abby gets the best ending. Yeah. Because she gets so, to go back to the Fireflies at the casino on Catalina Island, but but Ellie gets to go back home to nothing, and it comes down to revenge. It consumed her to the point to where she lost everything. Yeah. And what did she have at the end? She had nothing but a house, an empty house with memories and nothing. She couldn't even play Future Days. Because in that fight with with Abby, she lost two fingers, and those two fingers helped her play those chords. And like playing that, forcing you to actually 
play that and hear you miss it, that's a gut-wrenching thing because yeah. like that is your last thing for me anyways that you're holding on to from, from Joel. And it's just like that's no longer a part of you. You've just lost because you're you're in this revenge 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 mindset. You lost not only uh, not only uh, Dina, not J- not only JJ, Jesse, Tommy. I believe is probably b- never going to talk to you again because if he finds out that you actually got Abby again and let her go again, that's it. He's just like fuck you. She's lost. Um, it's the perfect. It, it is. It's it's the. It's not a bittersweet ending. It's a fucking bitter ending, right? But, but realistically, it's the perfect ending. It is. What does revenge get you? It gets you nothing. Nothing. And that's exactly what it shows. It got her nothing. You know know who won in the end? Was Joel. Joel had the best Mm. ending. He got to die. He got to die looking into basically his daughter's eyes. Yeah, but he got with Ellie Mm. to raise her, to be with her. Like, as, as bad as it was for to watch Joel die, he had, like, he had the better life at all of it because Ellie literally ruined her life with this vendetta. Yeah. And, and Abby gave her the chance twice yeah. to be done with it. Abby, she had a life. Ellie she had a yeah. perfect life that she could have just lived out. And no, she threw it all away for I, revenge. I just want to say this in my closing remarks for the people who want to harass no Druckmann and the voice actors you're weak you're fucking weak this game was the epitome of a perfect game in my eyes and it shows you just what revenge gets it, it was it, it's it's like a psalm it's yeah. like a verse out of the fucking bible it's a literal like tell of what not to do it shows you what not to do like it's it's a life lesson in video game form it's a piece of art it's hands down my 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 number one game of 2020 so far. And I, I don't see anything beating it. But it's so like, I understand the game was a little long. Yes. And when you thought it was going to end, it didn't. But the way it ended was so perfect. And the emotions that it, that it, that it gave me, that it made me feel, that it made me like come to terms with. Like, how many games do that to you in your life? How many games make you go... Please don't make me do this. Please, yeah. please, Neil Druckmann, this... don't please. And you have to because it's a life lesson. Like there are not a lot of games in this world that are life lessons, but Last of Us Two was a life lesson. Mm-hmm. So for for me with this, it's just like the the one of the last scenes that another the very last scene, another one that makes me reflect back to the, why Ellie let Abby go is Ellie was. Ellie was capable of trying to forgive Joel for basically ruining everything she was meant. She thought she was meant to do in this world, which was like her main purpose at 14. She thought was to cure the infection. Yeah. And Joel takes that away from her and ruins her life basically. And that's why in that first year they don't talk right after she finds out what happens. And she's like, I can't forgive you, but I'm willing to try. In my mind, in the scene that she's fighting Abby and she has that instant flash of Joel. 
but that's memory, what she thinks way, good memory yeah right it's a great yeah, it's just like hey i'm willing to forgive this person that that took everything from everybody why can't i forgive the person that took him away from me kind of thing that's one of the things i like i liked about this and like you were saying like people that say like this is dumb these aren't what the characters would do wrong this is a this is a story right this is this is more than just a game this is like reading a book where you don't have you really don't have much interaction on what happens in the story this is something being told to you interactively so like you can't you can't just think like oh yeah my ellie would do this my ellie would do that this isn't your ellie this yeah. is ellie yeah. right this is what she would do in this situation it's it's so, it's the most human story i've ever played like in a in, in a world where like fucking monsters exist yeah, yeah. these people can still be humans even though they're fucking horrible to each other 100%. like everybody is gray nobody is good nobody is evil everybody is gray and it's they can still like oh it's just it's fantastic storytelling like if there was a way to put this into a movie this movie would win fucking oscars 100 it's you know what this game should win oscars <laughs> if it if there was an oscar for video games which would be you know a video game award well, no 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 this, I'm should win. this game yeah. should 100 win yeah. an oscar absolutely it's just it can't but like it should it's 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 storytelling done masterfully and it's like you can't you can't beat it like there's nothing out there right now or in a very long time that will trump this no yeah i i can't i don't know what game's gonna come out that's gonna make me feel the same way the emotions everything that i that i felt playing this game like naughty I, dog's next game naughty dog's next game would be like what you thought less that was too oh. good I want, you. <laughs> I want to make a quick aside. If we do get multiplayer on the PS4 for this yeah. game, it will definitely involve like the end credits. There's no real end credits, but we do get a new start screen. Yeah. And it is the boat that Abby and Lev are on, and they're finally at Catalina Island. So I think that that's their foreshadowing of multiplayer. So for me, it would be factions like it was before, but yes. the, you would have three factions, which would be well, probably four, which would be people from Jackson, Fireflies, Scar, and the Wolves. Wolves. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Mike. Yes, sir. I want to say thank you to you, first off, for coming and answering the call. I want to say thank you to DJ Chris V, who had to leave early. Guys, listen, the three of us are dads, we're husbands. We got lives. But, um, I want to thank the two of you so much for joining me for this. Um, I couldn't have thought of a better two people to join me for this. Like I just, I've enjoyed this so thoroughly. And the yeah. fact that the three of us all had different viewpoints, different playthroughs and different ideas on different areas made this feel so much more like better, so much more in tune to how I think that naughty dog, Neil Druckmann and the crew at, at, at naughty dog wanted, you know? Yeah. Thank you so much. But uh, this has been the Dad's Beards Nerds spoiler cast for The Last of Us Part 2. Real fast, you can find us on Anchor at anchor.fm slash Dad's Beards Nerds. All podcast services, just search Dad's Beards Nerds. And if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, you're going to find that link in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we, we release or produce. My name is Anthony. That's Loki Mike. 
DJ Chris V was with us. Until next time, everybody, have a great night.